0: This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You're not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know that I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Only Friends podcast. This is day 39 of the 2022 WSOP. Episode 69. We saved this Whoa. one for a special guest.
1: I didn't know it was episode 69. I
0: wasn't going to make a big deal about it. Melissa couldn't help herself. She, she's like, I'm going to make the thumb for DePaulo and I'm going to put nice on it. It's like an Easter <laughs> egg.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It is, um, it is a slightly smaller group today. Yeah. A lot of the guys are playing the main event. Everybody. Everybody's playing Go the main event. Go team solve for why. Yes. I
0: took one on the chin. For the rest of the team. Yes. I said, I'm going to play the shit day C full of a bunch of Euro pros so that all of you can have slightly higher EV in this event. Poor Matt, yet again.
2: Yeah. Right? And we may have a smaller group here, but we have all the energy in the world hey. and all the knowledge in the world. Did, was I not introduced yet? Sorry. No, you are. You're good. You go, hey, uh, hey, hey, buddy, shut the
0: fuck up. No, I didn't, I didn't
2: pass to you yet.
0: <laughs> uh, no, what I was going to say is, uh, can we please acknowledge that I'm the martyr
2: here? Yes, I am know that is.
0: sacrificing
2: myself for the greater good. Yes, and I really really want to hear about your day one. I've been <laughs> sitting here for the last whatever 40 minutes not you, you don't. Dying to know about his day you one. Don't. No you don't. I don't. I no. guess yeah, I guess I don't he, really he like to hear bad beat on stories. On WhatsApp
1: group. And um, it was just pure pain. Your day time. one
2: will be much more fascinating. No, but I think I listeners of the podcast want to hear about your day one. Now <clears> they, <throat> they know you every day, but you're a daily, like, I fall asleep. I, this loop somehow on the setting. I don't know what the fuck. Listen to you guys twice episode in sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, like the last week, it's been like two X episodes run in my sleep. We're earworming our way. right. Yo, it's crazy. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm falling in love with you because you're just incepting in my, in my dreams. So please tell, tell me victim Matt about your rough day one. (laughs) We're going to stick a pin in that momentarily. All right. Sorry. You're the the meat.
0: That's the meat of the show. I understand. We got to give them a little bit of a tease Uh, before we do get to the main event coverage. I think that there are a few things to, to highlight first and foremost, a million fucking dollars was handed out yesterday oh shit yeah just a free (sighs) million free milli i would never know what that's like because i gave up this isn't even a victim thing i just straight gave up i played the event once i said this
2: is a horror show Mm -hmm. i want nothing to do with it i'm out you got me angry about the structures with your structure rant i literally and i know no other world really i've only i'm new to this yeah i mean look if you want to run a 30 minute turbo run a 30 minute turbo it's
0: fine The problem for me is how long the days are, and how few people actually have a crack at a bounty. Like I think that if we're going to have this big bounty prize pool, where you're essentially selling a lot, uh, like a
2: weighted lottery, right? More than five percent of the pool has to have a crack here. Like let's just make the minimum bounty smaller. We could have known this though. It wasn't it the same structure as the housewarming? Or no, we start with ten k less chips. Start with fewer chips, but it's Uh, still. I complained a lot about the housewarming structure, though. It was a, it was awful. But you knew what the housewarming structure was while you had all the hopium in the world for the million-dollar bounty. Yeah. Well, so this is a post-busting no, right. Matt
0: attitude a little bit. You're, you're sort of right. I guess what I didn't realize is how few people bagged the, the housewarming. I didn't oh, realize. yeah.
2: I knew I in the during the housewarming every day. I was looking at it like, yo, only 5% bag, and I liked it. I, I was like the old Matt. Apparently, this is what they said about you. <laughs> that it was like, yo, let's fucking flip day one and make day two a thing. Although, I'm all day, for flipping day one, day uh, two, and that was not long enough at all. 40 minute levels when yeah, people yeah. are playing slower is still just as turbo as 30. But so, anyway, but. I love the idea though that the, just making day two, you're in the top five percent. That's how fun as hell. I,
0: I I like everything you're saying with the exception of the length of the day. Yeah, right? no, it's like,
2: brutal. Yo, we bagged at like two thirty yeah. and we're back at ten a.m. A
0: fifteen yeah, hour true. day to quote unquote flip your way into the important part of the tournament yeah. is too goddamn long, man. Like if we're really <clears> gonna <throat> do this, let's just start running some cold hands out. You know, like let's spend a couple hours. Like I, I almost like I didn't I didn't play it. I didn't have the heart to be quite honest.
2: But I almost like the fifteen minute level six hour day better. It, it because it's essentially the same thing. It's just yeah. a fuck fest and like that's why every like pro is, there was like all the top pros like just yeah. I, did you see the list of the people yeah, who played yeah, it on poker yeah. news? Not all the top pros, but many names that you didn't think would come out for it were like, your oh, you know, it's just higher. I'll go flip at it because yeah. it's like you're just flipping. I, you're, I'm, I'm actually at Reg, that and I had days <laughs> off till the main, I lost yeah. in your, two your hands. Your hourly a lot
0: higher. And also, like, nobody's under the false notion or the false pretense that you're actually playing tournament poker. Yes. Right? Correct. Like, you know what you signed up for. This is a 15 minute daily where you're going to get ranked pretty hard, but it's okay because you want to be a part of this lottery that fucking Matt Glantz
2: of all goddamn people is just going to pluck the winner of. Yeah. So, does everybody know listening like what the, i'm sure that they know by now the million dollar bounty setup yeah, but so, there was a there was a super turbo flight at the end maybe maybe they don't know that that yeah, maybe like they don't know. there were three there were four day ones but two of them took place on the same actual human day and the second was 15 minute levels it was a non-closeted turbo even though you. i mean it was like yeah they're all turbos but yeah yeah. Anyway. it was seven to two a.m i believe yeah. um so, I only know that the million dollar bounty's
0: been plucked. I think that the remaining of the big bounties still are out there. Well, who, oh my god, the million
2: dollar bounty's been plucked. Who, who did it? Do we have <laughs> f- footage or? tell me more, Matt? <laughs> we, <laughs> we sure do, right? I need Yeah, that is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the bounty hat on. He's good to go. All right, I'm
0: going to look this up.
2: He's right here. Oh. Okay, so it feels heavy. All are <laughs> waiting the same. He's
1: right
3: here
0: for me. Here we go. Here I'm pretty I needed to be right here. <laughs> Sorry. Not Yeah, thank
3: you. The peel, the slow.
0: It's a one.
2: It it's a is
0: one. a oh, one. It is a <laughs> one. It's a one. You got a one? Let's go. Oh, baby. There it is. You ready,
3: Kat?
1: Is there, he worthy
2: is of there, getting? No, that. I was gonna say, is there anyone less deserving than Matt <laughs> Um Yeah, no. I'm happy. I'm happy it went to someone who really needed the money and what? everything.
0: He is the epitome. He's the embodiment of why I fucking whine it in so goddamn much. He literally put a tweet out the day before. Can't believe all this FOMO. Over this circus bounty event.
1: Oh, my God. I
0: saw like, that. Give me a break, man. This is exactly why you it in. Never seen so much FOMO
2: over a nonsense circus bounty yeah. event. Yeah, and then he caught the FOMO, like all those COVID yeah. doubters who were like, oh, what's all this fuss? And then they're like dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> then you catch the FOMO. Then you go play and bull. But I I'm think- just Glad it went to
1: he quote tweeted that again and said, like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) It's
2: like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: After you win a million. Yeah, we had to just
2: pay you a million for you to get on board. I'm glad (laughs) it went to a recreational. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the that's the good thing, is that this is good for the game. That now a rec has a (laughs) bankroll they're on the scene. That is true. That is true. No, Um, seriously, though, congratulations to Glance. He's he's, no fuck. No congratulations. Anybody pulling an auto ticket. Uh, No, I guess there's some. There's you have to like, I guess, congratulate when you purely luck. I get whatever, mind. Here's the thing that... Uh, Still, well, congratulations. Well, like, here's
0: what I don't follow. I have no idea who plucked the five hundred and two fifty. and
2: apparently, they were also plucked. Right. Wow. Um, which makes me think that it was a wreck. Congratulations to them. I, get, I Congratulations seems like a weird word. It's, like, not a thing you, you really did. I guess you did it. You were there for it. You were there for it. Do you say congratulations when someone wins the lottery? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would so. just be like, LFG to their face. It's, I don't uh, know.
0: It's like being the dad in the waiting room. Like, you had a hand in this. Yeah. And they've been minimal. <laughs> You did something. You're not somebody, but here's your cigar. Congratulations on the baby boy. Like you did something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. That that's pretty sick. I love my comment. Was on the screen there, but I mean it. That I love the heel moments when nobody in the room is rooting for yeah. you except you yeah, like yeah. everybody there is hoping for that they don't want him to get it it's like deal or no deal also which is such an interesting dynamic like right after that pull is pulled everyone's play should have changed immediately yeah. for how much the bounties are At worth somewhat, yeah. and that whole dynamic is very interesting to me that that like not somewhat significantly i mean that's well, there's like, still a 500 and a 250 yeah but that's still more than first place in the regular structure yeah. of it that was out there right i mean like i, I don't know i i guess there are a ton of bounties and people left but
0: i mean you can just figure out the ev of the bounty i think that somebody did the math and uh each bounty was worth about fifty three hundred dollars holy shit so yeah, you well you could do the math out. or you
2: could have just do what I would have done and just guesstimate and then blow it probably in many spots <laughs> like um, many of the rest yeah, did. But
0: I mean you take the million out and that number substantially reduces yeah, it must, each, right? Probably each bounty like probably goes down to like thirty five hundred. Right, yeah. yeah, that's 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 a huge difference. Uh yeah, I think the million represented so there was twelve point five million total in the prize pool, uh and a quarter of no, a third of that went to the bounties. So about four million. So the the million re- represented uh twenty five percent. So yeah, you're going to take about 1250 ish 1300 ish off of the bounty total. So now each one's worth about 400 k Or sorry, 4 k So do you still no, do it I mean,
1: in- you you, I don't think you can do it that way. Why? Because the, the amount of bounties that exist, we're, we're shrinking everything, right?
0: Yeah, but the, the majority of them are, were insignificant at that point. Mm. Uh, I think, like, a couple 25 <clears throat> kids have been pulled and mostly all Oh, 1Ks. but you,
2: you can't do it exactly. It is, like, deal or no deal because it's still, you have yeah, to pluck yeah. out what's been exactly. plucked I mean, and then know exactly uh, where... We, we yeah, we know you yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, if
0: uh, if 100 1K bounties were pulled... Uh, there, I don't even think there were 100 1K bounties, but uh, say 21K bounties were pulled, that has uh, almost no effect whatsoever on the bounty prize pool. Uh, if anything, it increases your likelihood of, of uh, the bounty going up. Yes. Um... But one one million dollar being pulled, you can make some quick adjustments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even still though, it's still you know they're still worth something. It's it's kind of it's kind of like a PKO, but yeah. I was not... gonna ask
2: how you calculate it in chips. Uh, like, but I, there's a way. I don't want to reveal my high tech math, but I know oh. that. No, no, no. Oh, you got it like that. Ape Styles actually taught me before the Venom PKO. I, I was like, yo, yo, please coach me. Like, I'll give you the sweat, and and uh, and he helped me with. He, he was like, here's the high-level formula, I, and my, my eyes glazed over, and he's like, all right, here's the shitty formula. Like, you'll just, <laughs> you'll just learn this for now. Um, But, yeah, no, I don't know, dude. It's a fun... That's, that, I, yeah, it sucks, though, to play that late, only be 5% of the field in a flip-fest, so you might as well make it 10-minute levels. Like, who cares? I would like, just like to... I, I mean,
0: I'll, maybe I'll do this after the series. I, I would just like to take a deeper dive into, like, the structure of everything because uh, I feel like with... I feel like there's a better way to orchestrate the entire and navigate the entire tournament. If we reduce the amount of people that are paid from 15% to 10, uh, you know, min cashing was $1,026. Now, technically, you're getting your $300 bounty back. So you are cashing like 45% above min. Like it actually is like a one and a half X cash. Right. But it doesn't feel that way when you bought in for a thousand. Right. Right. So I imagine nobody's going to be sore about just eliminating 5% of the people who cash that would have been making 26 bucks on their buy-in. You no, know?
2: because all they care about is being in the top correct. 5%. Yes, so, correct. Like,
0: yeah. uh, and also I think that, it, uh, again, like I haven't looked at the bounty uh, payout structure or anything like that, but it strikes me as odd that... Uh, they needed the field to get all the way down to 5% in order to have a bounty payout structure this top-heavy uh, for it to work. Because once you get down to 15%, that's 85% of people's bounties that are dead. Yeah. Now, I understand like a lot of that is going up to the top uh, 2 million or, or half of the bounty prize pool that, that's allocated, but um, reducing like the bottom bounty from 1k to
2: 600 isn't going to be that big of a deal to people who pluck it either right like how, how many people make day two of like the mystery bounties at the win and stuff like that what percentage it's, it's in the money it, you play it oh, in the money
0: oh okay. that's why that's why I, th- I think i'm taking so much issue with this is because well, the like, win is just
2: the g- greatest poker room like they, they run their shit so well yeah they're also doing it at a much smaller scale uh, yes, yeah, no. And they're not and guaranteeing... Yeah, uh, yeah, no, and this is a cool-ass thing, and it's new for WSOP yeah. and all that. Like, I'm not... I, I don't even... But I agree with you. You should be emulating what already exists and improving upon it to make it better, not deteriorating it and making it worse. I mean, I don't know if it's that much worse, except you didn't make it today, too.
0: No, that part's true, but uh, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking less about myself and more so... Uh, th- this field's mostly rec-heavy, right? So uh, when you're talking about, call it 65 70% of the field... Uh, being compiled of recreationals that already have a less than even money chance of yes. uh, cashing, let alone making day two. You're really compounding negative interest uh, on their behalf. And it's just a bad playing experience. They Yo, play till 2.30 in the morning. They don't get to pluck a bounty. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody makes day two with seven big blinds.
2: Yeah, it, it's It's just kind of like, the worst version of a lottery for the people who are trying to get lucky yeah yeah yeah. five percent for that is too few that for the housewarming i think it's good like for a big degenerate shit fest like day that two means nothing but right yeah. but being yeah exactly there's no difference between two and one essentially except right. they fuck up the payouts. but yeah this i agree with that that more wrecks and people having the experience of, ha- of coming back to, with a chance to get a bounty doubling the amount of people who have that experience yeah would be w- would would have been a good move i mean I don't know. They maybe just copied this. Who the hell knows? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm just of the impression that you would make a. You, if you gave
0: 5% of more of the field the opportunity to at least pluck a bounty and that entire 5% plucked the minimum, I still think that they're a lot happier than never having had the shot.
2: How heartbroken are you? You really thought you were going to get the million. You knew you were going to get the million. He knew. Oh, yeah.
1: All I, summer. This all the fall. That's guy talked about on WhatsApp.
2: I mean, to, to be fair, I gave up on that hope very
0: quickly once I played it one. Like once I played one. To be fair, I
2: became Mizrag as soon as I sat down no, for no, the first hand. No, no, it wasn't
0: that. It was just I. I knew I wasn't going to invest any more time or energy into the event. Like you I really? was super excited because I expected it to be uh, an okay structure. You I didn't look
2: at it. You were that excited, confident, winning the million. And I, I had no distructs? idea
0: it was thirty minute levels day one. I had no idea that it was going to be the the housewarming. I skipped the Colossus and. Uh, another weekend event that mirrored the, the 500 housewarming structure because I think it's so bad. Uh, I just, you know, whatever. Like, you only have so many hours to put into this throughout the summer. It's like, I'll take three days off over, over trying to grind out uh, 1850
2: hourly all day long. I mean, dude, I'm so sorry that they've beaten you down like this. This is not, this is really, <laughs> this is fucked up. It's
0: not about that. It's, it's we, we spoke about this uh, a couple episodes after you were on last where, uh, or maybe it was even the episode that you were on where I was saying like, yeah, it was the episode you were on. I was saying that the, the, the motivations have diverged more than they ever have in the past, right? For the better part of a decade and a half, uh, pros and amateurs alike had very similar ambitions. It was strive to be great, strive to be uh, known, strive to be, uh, I guess like in the public eye, on TV, all all these ancillary things that come with being good at this game, and money will follow. And I think that in the last five years or so, uh, professionals have become very sharp to the fact that there's no additional benefit to any of the other stuff like TV or all the sponsorship money dried up. There's no reason to be known. You're much better off being anonymous uh, and just grinding uh, out a better hourly. So for this subset, it's really down to quantitative bottom line. And I think that the amateur has still maintained the the dream and the vision of uh, what to aspire to, but that makes a really weird conundrum now. Whenever these big festivals like the World Series come up, because obviously they have to cater to the to the uh, recreational. That's that's their number one customer. It keeps these festivals growing. It keeps uh, the numbers up and everything else. But the recreationals listen to this small subset that's trying to. Uh, increase their hourly, right? They listen to us Uh to be talking pieces and mouthpieces for the industry. So, like, when we say the structure shit, they say the structure shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, And I guess, like, the the overarching point that I'm trying to get to is that, and this will lead me into uh, the the next point of discussion, is that I think that even though WSOP has always been very receptive to criticism and open to hearing the voices of pros and trying to to steer the ship a little bit. I think that they're, they're putting their, they're digging their heels in a little bit too much. Uh, at least
2: from what I've noticed over the last few years and trying to become the Venetian deep stack. Way, way, way too much. Which is what marketing primarily to Rex and not listening to the pros or wh- how, what uh, do you mean? More so just like uh, massively diluting bracelet events as a whole. Why would you ever want to become like the Venetian though? Let me just say that's right. the worst plan ever. If like, fuck well, because the for a
0: time, for a period of time, it worked for a period of time. The, the Venetian. Venetian outperformed the WSOP at a certain price point, right? I didn't if, know that. If you're talking about like sub one, well, for for a very long period of time, the, the cheapest buy in at WSOP was fifteen
2: hundred, with the exception of the ladies event and seniors. Event. I am the delusion, I, the delusion of it, like winning in a parking lot and then going deep in the four hundred <laughs> Colossus. The first year was four hundred. I yeah. represent. You're a man the of the value. People. I'm a man of the people and a man of the bracelets, meaning less right. and less, but they still mean a lot. you're, to yeah, me. you're, you're, you're,
0: you're the generic WSOP uh, winner,
2: if you will. You're, you're but bottom, yeah, bottom shelf the Bottom shelf the bottom shelf DePaul. I like that. Except I'm a win. I'm a final table main. But anyway, but yeah, no, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, but no, so, sorry, like, that's a
1: tangent too hard. But I think honestly, the dilution of of bracelets isn't that much based on how many uniques are in poker these days. That part
0: I agree with is being mm. true. When I'm saying dilution, I'm saying the overall experience as well.
1: Uh, yes, yes. I think what the main thing that you're touching on is um, the experience and how each individual person across the distribution that's playing the tournament is going to feel... Uh, at the end of the tournament.
2: Yeah. yeah I need I need and you to is, interpret what he's saying more yeah. often because that's a very much more Yeah. So like they did
0: they, they did <clears throat> something very good, which was paying out fifteen percent of the field instead of ten. That may be that made a lot more people feel good about their experience, right? They got a refund. Not basically. at ten
2: twenty six maybe, yeah.
0: Okay, but yeah, I in agree. In general, in general, right? But where I think that they're kind of missing the mark is that they've leaned too hard into trying to capture that Venetian market, right? So for a long period of time they just said, whatever, let these side uh casinos do their thing. If they want to cater to the 100 to 1k buy-in people, let them. But then they saw like 2018-2017, the Venetia Deep Stacks blew the fuck up. And there were days where like their 1K was outperforming a 1500 at the World Series. Oh shit. And at that point, they stepped in and said, like, no more. We're going to start to cater to this level. They also saw the success of the first couple Colossuses, right? So now all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, we need to get this lower price point in there as much as possible. And it's gotten to be, in my opinion, too much because with the lower price point comes worse structures, comes trying to just churn, right? You're trying to get people in the seat, out of their seat, back in line and back in their seat. And now we see two of these events a week. Every single weekend is one of these events, right? It's becoming the bulk of the no limit schedule uh, that anybody gets to play. And we start to see them in my opinion, lose sight of the, the bigger goal, which is selling that dream to recreationals that winning a bracelet is the most coveted thing in the world, right? Instead of winning the equivalent of a daily tournament with 10,000 runners in it. Um, and I guess that carries me into uh, them just not listening to the overarching crowd. They made a huge blunder with the main event, man. You cannot, cannot allow somebody to scout their table and unregister or scout their table and just by default have their chips pulled from the system and get into a late register. What are you talking about, guys? (laughs) Yeah, fill me in. Uh, So they tweeted yesterday uh, for anybody who had pre-registered for 1C or 1D, uh, their chips would not be in play. And if they hadn't sat by the end of level two, they would just then go back into a late registration line. Now this had been happening all series. Uh, I had known about it from, uh, which in, means you
2: get a new table guys l- listening. Yes. The people out there.
0: Uh, I had known about it from a, maybe a three K event or something like that, that I registered the night before and ended up showing. Uh,
2: wow. Your shadow shady crew told you about this tip a while ago. You're saying no, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like,
0: scout my table or anything. I just ah. did the podcast first, you know, as I do and showed up late and my, my seat had been pulled. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is weird. Uh, <laughs> And I didn't really think anything of it because, uh, you know, it was like the 1500 Monster. Mm -hmm. So it's like, whatever. Nobody's scouting a table in the fucking 1500 Monster. But like when you advertise it, it was never advertised at that point. You know, it just kind of happened. Now you advertise it for the main event, the highest EV event on anybody's calendar all year long. And you're basically saying like, the majority of the time, you're probably going to get a soft table in this event because it's that soft. However, if you're sharp... And you have somebody go scout your table for you, or you happen to do a walk by if you're not very well known, and you see that you're in a pretty shit situation, just dip out, skip the first two levels,
2: we'll redraw you, and now you have a chance at getting a better table. Even if you are known, even even if even if I were to do if know of this, I would go walk by and then be like, oh, I gotta take a shit and call my fiance, whatever. The, I would just fuck you. I, I these are the rules. I don't like like Matt, Matt um, Waxman tweeted below in the thread. I don't blame any player for taking advantage of this. This is their fault. Yeah. WSOP. They shouldn't, I guess, advertise it, but it's sort of our response to it, making it a clear. Like, I could see a wreck reading that and being like, what's the exploit here? Right. And also, people don't know what's a sharp table or not. Well, that's not true. Everybody knows. You just look at the ages. If you know nothing else, you look at how old everyone is. Yeah. Everybody. Like, I think everybody, even old people, don't, like, prefer to play with old people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they, they. <laughs> so, that's but, why
1: the Super Seniors event had record numbers. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. yeah
2: you see a bunch of scarfs, you fucking bail like it you know like, yeah, yeah yeah exactly um, that's the biggest thing is that there's there's a certain player
0: profile that probably makes up you know seven to fifteen percent of the field as a whole
2: that if you see three or four of them at your table you're not happy did you sit right away at your table I yesterday did. tell us is this the time to t- ask about your day yet or not yeah, yet Yeah, this, this is probably a good time this is probably I a good time. my table huh you should have ducked your I table I should ducked my table not because it was a bunch of killers,
0: but it was probably the lowest EV table within eye shot. Uh, three Euros, three young American pros, Ugh. and a guy in his 80s who V-pipped 3% and only Ugh. limped. Bro, this guy was a peach. He played, I, I lasted two levels plus in orbit, and this old man V-pipped exactly four hands. He oh limped three of them, and the fourth one, he opened under the gun for 8x.
2: Oh my! Oh my God! God. He that, got
0: all folds and goes, "I hate this
2: fucking hand." And, uh, oh my! No jacks, no, always. Obviously. 100%. That, that's like the meme I said. It's like oh. yo, every time someone does some hand drum, like yo, you're playing this like a, like a jacks. It's, it's It's the most. It's like. Every time Acer King comes, that, that guy's a living meme. That's, it's that's like an monster. AI bot. Like, yeah. Russia made that man to do that. Yeah. That's literally the meme I joke about, and he did it in the main event. Yeah. It's like, raise 7X with Jax because Acer King always comes on the <laughs> flop. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay, great. Well played. You're yeah. getting value. It's, like, it's
0: truly remarkable that in 2022. I hate this hand.
2: The, it's still Jax. Is it, it exists? Like, I'm sorry, you only had one guy like that at your table. That sucks. That's how I felt last year when I got moved my first main. But we'll get to me in, in a bit. But I like felt like I'm am I the only one having a tough table? I don't understand. Everybody is t- saying how ill the main is. Yeah, my table was hard last year, and I was like, this is fucking brutal. And don't get me wrong, like if if this were any other tournament, I would be like,
0: this is a pretty good table draw. Like, sure, I'm I'm around people who clearly study some and have an idea of what they're doing, but I'm not at a table with like Makita and. Elio Fox and a bunch of high rollers. Right, like, right. I'm going to be able to be just fine. Yes. But the bigger but he, point, uh, like level one, I set over set a, a European kid, uh, an English kid. And uh, it's a board texture where, you know, it's draw heavy, but it's relatively dry. Jack's six, five. I have sixes in the big blind. He has fives. Mm-hmm. So I text the group, just kind of not even bemoaning, but basically trying to demonstrate how hidden variance really impacts... The EV of this event. You right? made this negative? No, it's not negative. It's just I, I'm trying to you demonstrate. You made this negative
2: even?
1: He made, he made it negative. I'm Come trying on, to show. Don't him, be afraid yeah, of him negative.
0: No, no, no. I'm not afraid. Project like, beat the think... shit out of him. <laughs> he could beat the shit. He's my he's my uh bodyguard. I'm his bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. So. I got a guy half don't my size. Don't fucking touch him, Paula. I got a guy half my size to be my bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, no, but basically, like, there you know how there are ways that you get lucky and get unlucky, and it's not very obvious to you in the moment.
2: Uh, This is one of those times where it was very obvious to me in the moment and... No shit, anybody could see set over set. No disrespect, Matt. That's any fucking... I had the good end of it. I know, I'm saying anybody sees set over set and knows that's luck over luck. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's not like a complex example of variance. I'm saying this is an... Of like luck distribution. I'm saying this is an unlucky spot for me. Your big fancy words. Unlucky, what? He turned quads? No, listen. Fuck, I can't listen. All right, fine. So, if...
0: Go up, up, pull up that image I shared with you. It's a, if, not, not that one, not the cop. If you take a look at the average table draw, now let's, let's just analyze this table. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Okay, this is, this is the main event, not the super seniors, not the seniors oh event. This is eight recreational guys all getting a massage because they're retired, living the good life and came to spend $10,000 and have a pleasant experience, right? God. If I get that table, there is a 0% chance that I don't double up in this set over set at hand zero percent oh yes yes 100 yes. percent of the time will double and here's why if i got that hand at that particular table we just showed what would have happened is the man who had a set of fives would have c-bet for roughly 80 percent yeah pot give or take yes instead of 25 percent pot yes i would have been able to check raise massive yes he would have then three bet shoved for yeah. fear that i have hearts yes, yes. Yeah. and i would have called him one and doubled yes Instead, I'm against a relatively young, sharp British man who bet quarter stack that I now have to execute a theory optimal check race size against, which is only half pot. <laughs> he, of course, just calls because he's
2: trapping slash... You Doesn't know. have three bets as much or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really three bet this flop. I don't know if we do, but just as, he knows that, whatever, Unlike right. an old guy's range. He's like, oh, I got it. Three bet, bet.
0: Fucking protect, Whatever. Turn yeah. turn offsuit seven. Some of my bluffs got there. I, of course, have, like, 4-3 out of the big blind. Oh, I you're of in the big blind versus eight, what, what's he? What,
2: what is he? I'm uh, he was
0: a middle position flat uh, caller versus an under-the-gun okay, opener. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, some of my <laughs> bluffs now have gotten there. I bet 80% pot. He's obviously just calling at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Bluff catching with bottom set. Yes. Rather than being all in if he were 70 and worried about, you know, anything. River... One-liner. Eight. Oh, gosh. I bet 10% pot because I'm a goddamn professional, and mm. he just calls because he's a goddamn professional. <laughs> oh, God. I win the equivalent of, like, 18 big blinds instead of
2: doubling up for 300. I, this is, on, on one hand, it's very funny and, 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 and true story that... If you were at that massage table, you would have gotten a triple somehow out of one guy. You would have gotten more than all the chips. because the other guy would
0: have had aces. Yeah, he would have
2: been protecting his hand. Yes, exactly. Literally, yeah. They would have been like, "Oh, I got it too," or "I got the flush draw. I got the king hot flush draw." Right, but he would have just like let out for pot. Yeah, the set would have raised. Right, right. There would have been extra money.
0: Aces would have ripped. You know, it would have been a good, good old time for everybody. So
2: it is unlucky. However, however. Same with the victim mat narrative that I'm gonna come with every sure. time I come here. Right. You sure. turn set over set in the main into I'm getting fucked. Well, <laughs> I won, or, <laughs> Poor me. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> to me, I won less
0: with set over set than I would have with top pair. Uh, in a normal single raise pot situation.
2: Wait, what? Say that again. I said I ended up winning less with set over set. I know, than I, I know, right. but it's still very funny that when you were saying, "I, I," again, you you tricked me with. I didn't know a victim turn was coming when you're like, <laughs> "Look at the 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 distribution of God. luck variants. I thought you were saying for him. It's unlucky that he got set over set. No, no, no. Not no, no, that no, you no. got fucked because he's smart at it's poker. Also, no, it's
0: also very unlucky for him. Uh, But the the point I'm trying to convey is how much EV is actually attributed to your table draw. And the fact that somebody who's relatively sharp
2: could cherry pick. I'm trolling you, but yes. This is a huge, 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 huge thing. Especially in a tournament where people are not busting. At, uh, very frequently at all right Our and table so had zero
0: percent chance of breaking and right. fewer than three people were gonna bust. yeah yeah
2: so that's what i was getting yeah so it's like you really are stuck with that table just like unlike any other tournament people at home may play and and in my before last year was the first main event i played these are the only two times other than drawing a high, low number table on day two. Yeah. But even then that's churning with people busting. Yeah, yeah for sure. That you're with the same group of people for the whole day. It really, right. the ta- people always say table draw matters in the main, especially. And I'm, I'm seeing that now. It's super, super, super big. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like uh, at the end of the day, my EV gets cut
0: small. Right? like if yeah, you're so great. I mean, you could beat no, it's, anybody, it's right? It's not that. I don't know what my RI is in the main, uh, but my whole point is like it. it probably only goes down like uh, you know
2: point one. What, like, like whatever whatever my roi is if it's wait point one, how can it be not mass- sorry like 10 percent? oh you mean from what it is in general and answering yeah, me so like oh i'm if, sorry if, if oh. my roi
0: is like 70 percent, it probably goes down to 60 oh right? i understand okay i'm sorry whereas yeah. like if
2: it's a good table draw it might go up to like 100 oh i thought you were so cocky you were saying one of a percent no 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 <laughs> it no. goes from I was 70 to like 69.9 no.
0: <laughs> i was thinking in terms of markup like if i could sell at 1.7 it's probably only worth 1.6 um so, so it's not like this. This is like inevitably why I bust or anything along those lines. It's just more so that like so everybody know that you got fucked. Everybody needs to. It's know. not even that I got uh, fucked. It's I'm just sorry, I'm that sorry. that what i what I'm I'm basically trying to shine a light to is that like if I had absolutely no moral compass and no soul and walked into the room and saw this exact table because it was it it stuck out like a sore thumb like if you would have walked in and saw the 10 tables surrounding
2: it you would just be like oh okay i hope i'm just not at that one table i don't think it would have been immoral at all of you to to do the exploit and leave like matt waxman said it's on the same with tanking on the bubble i think it's on the tournament i think it is especially when i'm backed it's not my fucking money like it's like i have a responsibility almost to them to do the most ev things within the rules right that are not cheating not anything it's just that an, uh, an exploit that like the tournament sh- setup has allowed mm-hmm. i have a responsibility to them to fucking do it you know <clears throat> yeah. But i'm not
1: gonna say it's like not Im- not not immoral it's not not
2: immoral like, but i it, don't it's think it's that great. clear yeah it yes. is clear. i would agree with that i would agree yeah. with that i think because it is and if you do the Kantian ethics like if everybody did this it would it would really suck correct right? you can't just like allow this but so, honestly maybe but-
0: I- I might be coming around to your, to your way of thinking for the longest time I, I very much promoted that like when these gray areas present themselves as the professionals it's our duty to lean into the ethics and lean away from what the rules uh, excuse but I might just be coming around full circle and saying like no if we want to see a correction take place we should all just take advantage of the rule. Correct. until somebody does something and I think that's starting to happen with tanking tanking's become like so casually accepted amongst mm. professionals yeah that you're just a fool to not participate, and I'm still that idiot who's burning EV yeah. all the time, saying like, "What's the matter with
2: everybody? Why are you guys do?" And I understand why, because it's just worth a lot of money. Right, it's gray, and I don't want to do it. And Josh Ari was saying about I was ta- got to play with him, and he's super nice in the 1K, like super turbo, and he's like, "I wouldn't do it or advise anyone to do it in like low buy-ins for what are, what are mine." And and then I was like, that's a good criteria for me. I wouldn't want to ruin it. I'm on a table of all wrecks. The 500 right. trees out. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do it. But like at the 3K six max, one of the higher. But maybe for we me. should. No. Maybe, maybe we maybe should just we do it should it one k just to get it get it get yeah, it through. Because at that point I like, should really because I'm fu- it's not my money. Again, I probably should have. Right. It's probably more immoral for me to not have. Like you know what I mean? Instead of worried about how I look to people at the table. Yeah. That's fucked up to my backers. If I could like maybe. But anyway, but yeah, there's spot when it's enough money, I'll do it. I hate acting sitting there acting like I'm thinking, I hate tanking live. Like online, at least it's set for you how long you can tank for. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, you, you you used to think that that... I mean, it's like, it, again, these are I thought aren't, we could lead by, by example immoral. and I
0: disagree now.
2: Huh? I thought we used to be able to
0: lead by example, but now I disagree. I it, think that the rule is just too exploitable and there are too many people who are bottom line conscious to ever... Followed by example.
2: Well, you can lead by example in things that are not clearly making money. I don't think that... I agree with that. Like, when there's a thing that's clearly printing money, there's no example I that can be you. shown to people. Like, treating people better at the table, yeah, treating dealers shit, nicer, being nice to stuff like that. Not yep. tanking, not, like, waiting to look around the table, get your cards pre-flop. Like, I'm sure to act right away when I'm at a table with rat Like, yeah. lead by example in little ways like that. Yeah. But when it's stuff that's clearly making money, I don't think you can change it, people. It's,
1: it's so difficult, because I can come up with a situation right now, uh, and you guys from being from the East Coast... This Is going to go into like slightly dangerous territory, but um, you know,
0: Apollo lives there. the
1: Hasidic Jews in, in New Jersey and New York. They they take advantage of the tax system a lot, and what they end up doing is like buying out entire towns. So they'll take it'll be like five or six uh, families that'll live in one house, and they'll collectively live in that one house. And what ends up happening is they're they're really, at least in my experience, they're nasty to all their neighbors. Mm-hmm. They're nasty to everybody out, outside of their, like, tribe. Inside their tribe, they're just brutally, brutally um, loyal to everybody. Um, and then it gets their neighbors to move out. And it's happening in the, the town next to my hometown where they're slowly doing that. And they'll, they'll do things, like, for tax stuff, they'll, they'll get married and then divorced and then take advantage of all the tax loopholes that, that exist there. Um, and I know I'm going a very but that kind of no, stuff
2: I don't think matters. That's a great analogy, actually. It's I a really very extreme I think it's case. a perfect analogy, honestly, because this is a fact. Uh, we're not being anything anti-Semitic, whatever. I love yo, I love Jews. I love your women, Israel, whatever. But like, they do that, and that's fucked up. But they could say the same argument I'm saying, where Correct. it's like, yo, fix the. I hate the play, and not the game. We I mean, hate to, the game, not the play. Whatever. We need to fix whatever.
1: the system, and, and this this uh i'm not talking about like the government system i'm like the the actual poker system needs to be fixed yeah really really badly and i think this this happens at work all the time where someone gets overloaded with a ton of work you know like uh conventional desk jobs uh they get overloaded with a ton of work and what they end up doing is they they work overtime but they don't get paid for it right instead of just saying no i'm not gonna fucking do the work
0: salary workers are specifically like targeted in this particular exactly And they're already like working for on the margin, right? Like they could easily justify a higher salary already, but they're afraid of job security. So they make compromises basically on their bottom line and then get overloaded with additional work. Like they're working 2,500 hours a year instead of 2 And this happened
1: to my ex. And I was like, you have to let the system break. Mm -hmm. Everything can't hinge on a single person. Right? Like have a system that actually makes sense. And the only way to do that is to let the system fucking break. And in this case, letting the system break is leaning into uh you know just you see a bad table
0: later yeah i i wonder i yeah i wonder where the impact comes first because people have complained about the high roller scene forever but they have shot clocks right and they still complain that it's paced too slow so i don't think that anything that happens at the televised tables uh the higher up televised tables is going to be impactful i honestly think that like it's going to be A few hundred professionals in a field of a few thousand, like the bounty, or whatever the case may be, that literally just take minutes pre-flop because they understand that uh, there's way greater EV. This is is generic to uh, most MTTs, not necessarily to these super soft fields, but in general, the EV of tanking is greater than anybody's strategy being employed. Now, obviously, that changes when you're in a super weak field. Your EV of being able... to outplay people is worth a lot more right right
2: but generally speaking like especially poor structure or, or if you're field, deep enough and you're not going to bust stupidly maybe but you still can't prevent that's the point is fading even cooler. once you get the icm like tanking no, becomes yeah. even more of course i'm only talking about in the bubble like yeah i mean yeah. like like you're only talking about nearing the bubble right no. like the hand whole th- one. Oh god no hand one tanking has a lot of ev if
0: you, so like if for instance you're playing like a 3500 wpt don't event, tell them that i don't want that out there you gotta break the no, system, No, I'm sorry, in. go ahead, go ahead. If you're in like a 3,500 WPT, where it's called, call it like a 65-35 mix between pros and recs. Uh-huh. Uh, and in general, like, the cream is gonna rise to the top. It's gonna be a relatively tough final three tables. There'll be some recreationals and some dead money, but like, if you're not in the top 1%, uh, you, you're like, not, you don't have much ROI in this field, right? Uh, the EV of tanking will almost certainly be greater than your overall average ROI. Oh, yeah. From hand one. Right? Just because survival in tournaments. There's ICM throughout the entire tournament. We just can't calculate it early. Right? Uh, And the problem is, is like, this goes all the way back full circle to why I brought this topic up to begin with.
2: Operators aren't listening. Well, they're he, not. They're not privy to strategy, but, right? but I don't think anybody's employing a strategy of tanking from the start. Honestly. Some are. Some are. I don't think anybody's smart. I think all the players who are smart enough. Well, maybe now it's become rampant enough that it's spreading. But anybody who's smart enough to know to tank properly is waiting until the bubble. Um, I, I was. I was at a table in the 1K bounty with
0: uh, a European kid who had 13 big blinds and started tanking. I bust. I busted 250 from the money, and he started tanking two hours prior to that happening.
2: Uh, every decision preflop well mm-hmm. he's probably not that smart maybe but he lasted yeah. me what do you mean he's very smart i don't know his I ev mean, off 13 blinds is to tank that's part from the money hands. i guess fine you i mean you bust faster off 13 blinds the more hands you're dealt yeah i know i guess there is no too soon to tank and
0: nobody else is nobody else is slowing their
2: pace of play so he's well, gaining the EV from all of the outside well, tables. Well, I would clock him if I have a big... St- again, it's, I, I operate what's in my best interest. If I'm short, I'll, sure. I'll tank a bit. And then if I'm deeper and I want to play... Or if the table's weak and it's one euro who's tanking, I'll yeah. call clock. Pretty I, I don't want to get into this argument Yeah, yeah sorry. Again. Let's hear it's, about how you got fucked more, man. No, no, no. I, I, I want to <laughs> hear how you <laughs> got all, fucked. All
0: I was going to say, is, uh, my, mm-hmm. my final point to that is that it's, it's just not as practical as you think the clock.
2: We, we were. Oh, my room, God. You know. We're not... All right, all right. Yeah, clock. Let's not go into it's this. It's just not.
1: you know
0: uh,
2: it,
1: there is a point, like, even if you call clock every single fucking time, they're, it's going to take longer than every other table. That's my point. It's like so he's it tanking, matter.
2: but he's taking 45 seconds pre flop. Yeah. Every time I've jokingly or called clock pre flop because everyone's going slow pre flop, the table speeds up. They, they the get the message.
0: Will, uh, and to be fair, the entire table was playing very fast. Yeah.
2: Uh, so he so was just trying to correct for that himself. How did you get fucked? I didn't. I, how did you bust the main? No,
1: I think, oh. I think the overarching message that we're trying to say is these structures need to be fucking fixed because the instructors are encouraging this type of play.
0: To some degree.
2: Um, well, really, originally, the table loophole is what we were talking about that led us to tanking as another format of that, right? Those are the two major things right now that we can think of that are like, it's on them to fix. If we're exploiting it, we're just yes, going to exploit right. it. Yeah. So, so you... After yesterday, like today, if you were to go and do, have the same experience, you would do the table redraw I, exploit? I still don't think I would. It's just not you my You just character. feel too dirty doing it? Yeah, yeah I, I I feel I, I like I've been that.
0: around long enough where it's like, if I'm not willing to take on whatever random challenges thrown my way, then yeah. but also I recognize that I'm the idiot for saying that, right? Like, yeah. I'm the one who's, maybe it's tens of dollars, maybe it's hundreds of dollars in EV that I'm lighting on fire, but I am lighting some amount of money on fire right. by, by, by taking that stance. And I'm just accepting of it, but it's not... It's it's silly for me to be accepting of it. I think, and that's a hard thing for me to to justify saying, because I truly do believe in the spirit of the game and the ethics of the game, and it being a gentleman's uh, arrangement or agreement that we all adhere to a certain. You know, I come from baseball where there are, there there's an entire list of unwritten rules. Yeah. Right, and there is just like certain uh, certain ethics that you apply to the game. Like, don't ask, don't, don't tell type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of that going on
2: uh <laughs> ass slapping in the no, locker No but like rooms. the
0: idea of like it being bush league so to speak that that's yeah. that's the idea of going against the unwritten rules of the sport and we just see it in, in in poker all the time because EV's quantified in dollars whereas in baseball EV's quantified in you know runs or outs or whatever the case, and it's not significant enough to make you uh go against the spirit of the game but money drives people money's a motivator right you're in this game to make bottom line no matter if you're in a professionally recreationally whatever of course there's a lot of emotional and enjoyment aspects that are attached to all of that but uh the whole reason why i'm bringing this up and the whole reason why i want to have the discussion is just because i don't think operators are listening enough i don't think that they understand how much strategy influences structures yeah. buy-in levels rake all of this stuff now Things that, sure, five years ago, the community was not sensitive to at all. Run whatever fucking event you want, we'll all show up in droves. Right. Right? And still, to this day, everybody's showing up in droves, but they're grumbling a lot more. Or info, we need to fucking know
2: like how far from the money we are. Correct. Like, that you guys were talking about. This is a major issue that they're yeah. not announcing the prize pools, the payouts. I think it was on purpose. Dude, was- I was in the housewarming, though. We were well in the money. They didn't uh, They didn't have the fucking prize pool together. I know. Sorry, I keep cursing. Uh, I know this is a PC show and <laughs> very woke. But no, no. Like, yo, until one and a half percent of the people were left. Like, literally Literally. And then yeah. I, no one knew how much they were cashing for at that moment. And then when two a things. jump
0: was, that sucks. That says two things.
2: Number one, that
0: says that There's no WS- WSOP feels like the pay jumps are so insignificant that you
2: don't need to know. Meanwhile, it's all wrecks in the home warm, like commonly right. like yeah.
0: Right, but if the jumps are that insignificant, then we should just do something to change the payout structure. Because like one of my biggest gripes about that housewarming event was that it was way, way, way too steep at the final table. Yeah. Like It was. If you're if you're gonna say that uh, from fifteen percent down to one percent, the jumps are so insignificant. People don't even need to know the payout structure. Is that their official? I don't think stance. that did. no, no, that's no. Why mean? I mean, no, I don't no. Know. Their official it.
2: stance was like, "Oh, we've made a mistake and gotta go do accounting real quick in the back." That's their probably. I don't even
1: think that that is the reason why they're doing. it. I think they're doing it because they're trying to just like uh, facilitate the game faster. <laughs> yes, I for sure. On really, right. I think
2: they just messed up the housewarming. I warming. think they messed it up the housewarming. They just I I think think then could be. and needed time to recalculate. But it. I
0: think since then they've been messing up bubbles of these major events on purpose.
2: Right, right. Like, and you guys mm-hmm. said, it's not the long-term solution, but they're just trying a solution to per- mitigate tangibles. So this what? is the
0: thing: if we're willing to accept that it's within the rules for us to table select. Should we then criticize them for saying, like, look, this is our, this is our way of solving the stalling issue. We're just not going to post the bubble until we're on it.
2: Uh, I don't know. I want to hear more about how you got fucked, though. Uh, that's all I want to know.
0: I didn't get
1: fucked. You know, I, this is the, I just played. I know you said, like, this is the invisible hand that controls whether or not poker does well or not. Well, I, I don't term. think it's not that. Yeah, Long correct. term. Yes. Correct. Because what you're doing is you're just mining people's experiences. Correct. And you're determining how people on the the average are going to
0: feel after these. these And online does an amazing job of this. Uh, Online does fantastic. Watch how fast they're, look how fast they evolved into PKOs. Yeah, Yeah. Right. Yeah, It happened overnight, and it's now the standard. It's industry standard for the majority of a schedule to be a PKO.
2: Yeah, ACR, yeah. literally in our meeting, they're just like, what do, what do you guys like? What are, what are your people saying you like, ambassadors? And we're like, we, they like this, they like this, we like, right. you know, and then they, they just start doing it. So
0: they adapt because they have to, because they're all vying for a very small share of market, or I should say they're all vying for uh, a very small uh, acquisition rate or a very expensive acquisition rate, either way.
2: Uh, live is spoiled. You want to it's know, slow. Sorry. A funny ex- example, just real quick. Like at the fifteen-minute million-dollar bounty turbo one, I am late reg, and a guy next to me sat down. He busts the first hand Ace Queen to Ace King, and he goes, "I waited two hours in line and one K for this." Fuck. He such was so upset. Experience. Yeah, so miserable. Such a miserable experience. I think that's kind of unavoidable, though. Um, um, I know because you say you don't want to well, turn
1: people away, but why? The two well, hours is what's missing.
0: Yeah, two hour wait yeah. is that. That I agree with. And I think that that. So that was the, the whole early part of this discussion that I was having. I think that's fixed by raising the price point. I think it's crazy that we keep getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to facilitate 20,000 person fuels.
2: I do that when I play Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, I'll just raise the price. At, like our or, or planet coaster. Yeah. The lines are long. Just raise yeah. the prices so only the rich can come. Fuck See, you guys. Not, not I, only, I, but I, really, I don't think that's a great I, solution. Again,
1: I think we're living we're we're operating in an analog world uh an analog way and but you're a material a world that's right? true like,
0: i agree with that we need to be but evolving i don't think digi- digitizing anything solves the line problem
2: what why how They're what do you have to be seated what you can why have a qr, QR code and they scan it bro what are you gonna digitize? What? digitize get a qr code on your phone and then they just scan it at the table what is it wait i don't understand chips if you if you pre-reg you get your bravo ticket optimization
0: of there's gotta be ways you don't believe in technology bro you think that this is an issue you think they're waiting in line while there are open seats no 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 of course not but
1: i think that there's a massive lag time between seating and and i promise you it's
2: not or the ticket buying line uh the ticket buying line is has been a great experience this year no no for the for the last flight of the million dollar bounty it was it was it was that's because bravo crashed. Right, whatever. So, anyway, yeah. There's gonna be hiccups, but generally, people want to know about you getting fucked. I didn't get fucked. I just lost. I don't even know. I haven't looked at the chat. They may be like, "Please don't tell us." He, I, I actually don't know. I,
1: I do know that he five bet with queens, and this he is how good this wouldn't. table was. Oh, sorry, yeah. The guy folded.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, imagine five betting queens on day one
1: team <laughs> d- table. <laughs> five bet queens, huge mistake in the main event. Don't ever do that. <laughs> and the guy folded. Hey, he had a four bet bluff. Normally, it's the, you, you fold to three bets with queens.
2: Yo, I don't even, I just am learning the main strategy newly now, but I think you didn't stick to your game plan, right? From what I heard? No, I did. Uh, you said you weren't going to get saucy too much. <laughs> you said that. You I said have, those words to me, Matthew. I didn't have you a bunch You said you're not going to get moments. saucy too much, and you got saucy. I didn't get saucy. I didn't bluff once.
0: <laughs> I literally lost zero chips bluffing. All right,
2: but was it a little too wide
0: pre flop? A little bit? A little bit? A little
2: bit? No. A little bit too wide on turn. I raises. opened ace-10
0: suited. Got called by the same kid who had a set of fives earlier. Uh, and the small blind also called. Bad right play down. already. Came jack-10-4, two diamonds. I have an ace-10 of spades. Checks to me. I check back. Turn, suit five. Small blind checks. Kid who had set, over set, or set under set versus me Okay, yeah, we know earlier. who the
2: kid is, yeah. Leads pot, I call. River 10. Wait, jack-10-4-10? Jack-10-4-5. Jack-10-4-5-10. Two hearts.
0: Yeah, or two diamonds right? or whatever. Yeah, uh he leads pot. I call river ten. All right. Good card. Good card. Yeah. He bets 175% pot. Uh, oh, a lot of draws He's I not called. supposed
1: to have that sizing in the main event.
0: No, he. Well, well, I'm saying you, you're not used to seeing it, person. but he has
1: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I call. He has fives full. Uh,
1: yeah. What are you
0: gonna do what?
2: Five what? Plus full
1: with tens. Five five.
2: Five ten. Five yes. Five.
1: Yes. five. Five five.
2: Oh, I'm an idiot. I was like, "Wait, what? 510? Why do you play 105?" How do you have fucking chips? Me? Yeah, you I'll tell you the story dead. in a moment. I'm just No, no, <laughs> hearing verbal hand histories, it's like there is a game to it where people who are smarter than me are one speed pe- above me. I need one? Mobile, uh, maybe maybe multiple. <gasps> but I need I'm like talking We're
1: we're we're an Italian you import just, over here you're just a f- Ford Fusion. Fucking fight.
2: <laughs> Dan Lazarus, he's like, uh, I'm like, "Yo, please go at half speed telling me this hand on the phone, man." Um well, so then, what else? How how else? You how many how many chips was out at that point? Uh, you at with sixty-five, and I had thirty-five thousand at that. Okay, point. Okay, so then, how did you dust those off? Well, prior to that happening, uh, I had
0: doubled this young man, where he opened, cut off, called, button called. I squeezed nine ten suited from the small blind. Oh, this is where you were getting saucy. They were saying they were That's snitching not saucy, you out. This is correct. Saucy.
2: This is just correct. You said you wouldn't do this. I actually would have stacked off uh, had I not squeezed. Like two hundred bigs deep. This is correct. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, can I? More. Way,
0: way more. This is level two. I had 75k. Oh. Uh, you have infinite uh, chips, though.
2: So. button covered. I don't know deep stack like pre-flop ranges. You literally until...
1: can do everything,
2: and oh, cool. it's just fine. Okay. That's not entirely implied true. Because you so tell that's yourself, true, I'm but... not gonna lose. I'm not gonna dust it post flop, right? right yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
0: not entirely true, but like you have a linear three bet range when you're squeezing. Like people are calling too wide. Hijacks not supposed to have. Uh, I don't that know many
2: where 10-9 suited fits in a linear um, range. What do you mean? Do you know how linear works? It populates downward. Like this. Well.
0: <laughs> Right, but a range doesn't. A range isn't just straight. That would only be pairs. You've seen a
2: range chart. Before, you know what I'm right? saying, though. But that's a little too far down. What I picture it being. Well, just think. Too far think, down.
1: Think when you start at zero percent and you start to slide. In no, I over. understand, but isn't that like wide? That's your linear. No,
2: well, I know what the fuck linear means. I just mean, isn't that okay. part of like a bluffish part of your range? Like, well, yeah, a linear range will have low equity hands. But but ten isn't that the opposite of of polar? No. I mean, should it it's, linear? It's so you polar? you call the bottom part of your linear range the bluff part of your range? Well, no, it's just your lowest equity hands. Oh, low equity hands. Right, whatever. It's All right, the main event. Premium, you gotta have queens plus. I'm no. Joe. I'm fucking around, but uh, I, I do. We talking playing against a bunch of fucking online wizards?
0: This yeah. is just a play. Okay. I make it 15 blinds. He three bet or he four bet small. It is
2: true that you're playing against
0: them. Okay. Yeah. I make it 15 bigs. Original opener. This young man makes its uh, small four bet. Folds back to me. I call. It mm-hmm. comes like out of Queen. position.
2: Yeah. Ew! What do you want to do, man? It's small fold. Fold.
1: No, it's a yeah, 5 you have, you have such a good hand. I mean, no, but it's right. main event. dude. literally, no. I would
2: fold pocket ni- nah, he nines here after last year. I would fold nuts. Bro, he has
1: infinite behind. It's fine.
2: I cover him. He only has. Are you needling him? Are you just trolling no, I'm him? Serious. You're smirking at my I, l- l- low station, understanding though. of the game. What no, is no, your smirk? I'm smirks? a fucking
1: station. If I have two, if I have a suited hand. It's, not, it's the main event and it can't
0: if, be a good a spot it's if a I, marginal spot if, uh, if stacks were reversed I would have folded but I also probably wouldn't have squeezed uh, he only had 35k to start the hand so he was
2: much shorter than me in the button well then you're not getting the implied anyway I'm, I'm fucking around So I'm sorry sorry go ahead um, you call. I, don't, I don't know I'd, I'd pussy out yeah. anyway go. we get
0: to the flop with 2 SPR and it comes like queen 10 8 2 hearts so mm-hmm. I just flop the world I check he bets I have no play but to jam yeah. he calls with black aces and okay. just holds in a sixty forty,
1: unlucky.
2: So now are we swap fu- Are you are you in his cult? How is that unlucky? You got you fucked yourself. I'm a favorite How do there. How did you fuck himself? <laughs> I don't know. Somehow you realize I'm a favorite That's there, completely... right? You didn't. You're not praying to Satan or the poker gods enough. I know you're a favorite on once no, like you get to the flop. No, a substantial favorite. <laughs> I can't believe you called the four bet. Uh, anyway, uh, whatever. I
0: agree. You can fold to the
2: four well, bet and you, the main in the main you in small the main. Forward though. What does the main have to do with anything? You have all the time in the world, right? What does that have to do with anything? That because well if okay let's do this. The thought. only
0: argument to folding in situations that uh, is either zero ev or plus ev. The only the only argument to deviating and uh, making it exclusively a fold is that the softness of the event is so high in ev that not
2: taking any risk is incentivized. But that yeah. wasn't my table. But you were at a generally bad table, so yeah, would be be better so it be be to take less risks article? day one. Like, uh, like, then you need to just wait for the, your better table draw. People what are, are you texting you? me that um, Matt Berkey confirmed for trash. No, no, they didn't say that. I'm joking. I'm joking. That was an t- unrelated text.
0: How, how am I supposed to get through five levels and 11 hours of play or 10 right. hours of play that
2: is tough. to get to the better table draw without mm. playing well? I don't. Uh, whatever. Uh, if you want to stay bad, stay bad.
1: But how big was this format? Because it doesn't matter. You're
2: out of it's fucking a, position, uh, Matthew. Fucking no, he's right. I could definitely fold, but I'm... against a
0: good player. Well, no, you should fold more against a bad player. No, I'm saying he was
2: against. The, he was a competent. But yeah, he was kid. a good player. Yeah, but that's more of a reason to call. What? A good player is gonna have more than just aces, right? So. But then, oh, but then you got to deal with a good player post flop, though. I'd rather and know, SPR. You but just I'd rather know ass, and, all right, whatever, deal. whatever. I don't know if people give a fuck about hand hand debates, but um, everyone should just know that Matt got fucked and fucked himself both. I mean, yeah, I just I, win I'm that so- pot and I bagged two hundred k. And then you <sighs>
0: lost. I mean, obviously, aces. I'm exaggerating. You lost exaggerating. against aces again, Terry. Right? Yeah, I ended it. up busting, jamming uh, a suited suited wheel ace on the button versus cutoff open. He just had aces again. Why? What do you mean? It's just Why standard. have three-bet
2: bluffs in, in the fucking in the main? Because I had 17 big blinds. Yo. <laughs> How do I have, have a better main event strategy than Matt Berkey? This well, is disappointing. Why do you keep saying main event, main event, main event? It's a fucking tournament. All right, let's do the thought experiment that I was doing on the way here, right? Okay. And I thought about this a lot after last year. I busted the main, my first live one ever, day one. This is the difference. This is my 16th. Okay, right. I, and I somehow you've learned nothing i don't (laughs) all right let's roll through my main event history wait 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 wait. let me just tell you the before you do that i'm going to tell you why i'm talking about the main the main the main because of the structure just do the thought experiment with me If, if there were one minute levels you wouldn't care if you were 500 big blinds deep on hand one if you had a marginal spot you'll take it versus if it were seven hour levels you're not gonna if you can think you can wait for a better spot the structure matters define marginal uh well i would say 10-9 suited out of position to get a good player is is below marginal but yes quantify marginal (laughs) i don't know close like yes i agree with you i agree with you all right right. right. sorry we're probably must be killing the listener this is stupid i agree with you in a good (laughs) structure i'm sorry no no let's move on let's move on i'm sorry everyone's probably fucking blowing their brains out
1: i i think i think a lot of people understand both your
0: sides it's just uh, no his side is such the typical know, just, amateurish I, I know, approach I know, I know, to know, the main event it's like oh, it. oh this I is the it. biggest event of the year so i have to play negative ev poker to make sure that i stay in the fucking event yeah. <laughs> and you know what
1: if christian was here and he was sitting on i he was like well is phil helmuth still in and right will say something
2: like that right. yeah. yeah yeah of course yeah. how about your boy how about lamana what about him? Yeah, he, he wouldn't. He's going to turtle it up. He wouldn't he make would any not have squeeze that. the 10 9 suited. But how, about, how about Ronnie Bard or these other guys who have the cash record? they yeah, But like what they would do is call the 10 9 suited, no. flop the world, and run into bottom set, which is what the button had. All right, all right. Let me tell you. Fine, fine. I'll tell you. All right. I'll tell you what, Matt. I had 60% equity instead of 30% equity I'm not because about the I flop. squeezed. Alright, yo, people are probably blowing their brains out. Or even, is anybody even watching right now? I feel really bad. I'm probably ruining the show, man. I'm sorry. We 1,200 viewers.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, yo, let's go
2: 1,200. Yo, that's what's up, yo. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up, yo. That's what's up. So listen, um, I thought it was still on 167 from when the show started when I just mm, opened it. I was mm. like, damn, I'm really annoying everybody. <laughs> fuck, I got to up my performance. Alright, so um, you flaps a set of sixes. And you didn't honor Satan. And this is my story, my day. I don't know if you want to get into this now yeah, yeah. or whatever. Let's, my, let's, my day one, hear. you want to hear? You Because now you must be very curious. I can't how, wait that.' how you
0: collected chips against the, the geriatrics of the world.
2: <laughs> well, no, I was against, actually, it was great. I was at a place at a table. I was very nervous uh, for the main, because I'm scared to make a mistake. Whatever, it's in my head, this massive thing. I, and very nervous. But anyway, I sit down to Anna Marquez, fellow ACR team pro is there. And I was, like, relieved, and it would end up helping me so much on the first break when she, like, was, like, I know all of them. They're cash game players that I've met recently. This guy's this, this guy's this, this guy's this. She, like, confirmed all my, like, 30% developing, like, senses of how these guys played, and it was great. None of them cared to preserve their tournament life. They were good poker players, some of them, I think. But they – well, some were horrendous. But anyway – the cash game guys don't give a fuck about their tournament life. They were calling me a um, after plays, and I was playing nitty. Anyway, really, though, how my day went was I, I packed a pentagram tattoo, a temporary tattoo, in my suitcase before I left for Vegas, and I mm. didn't know why I had it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why I packed it at the time. I almost wore it for a bit going to play main day one. Then I flop three sets of sixes in the first two levels, and my mission became clear for the rest of the main event that right. it's dedicated to Satan, uh-huh. that I am doing his will. I said, in the I'm not going to give or borrow my soul, but I will do Satan's will and bidding. But, um, yeah, I fought a set of six to so, three times against a cash game player. And so God what you're all saying chips. is uh, you're going to sacrifice Landon to the dark side. I will not sacrifice Landon. I do actually have a thing I wanted to say that Florida, and this is more testament to what Landon has o- overcome, just a brief tangent. There's a news story that Florida is short nine thousand teachers, and last year over four hundred fifty thousand different Floridian students had unqualified or uncertified teachers teaching them. Even more amazing that Landon came out the star that he is. Right, God bless <laughs> out of that fucking hellhole that is Florida. what a fucking shit fest. <laughs> anyway, so no, I'm not going to sacrifice Landon.
0: Well, I just figured if you were uh, sacrificing a virgin to the to the satanic.
2: Demonic oh, side, you have much he, to learn. We'll guy. talk off camera. I cannot reveal these ways, but <laughs> so anyway. But I fought, I, I fought three sets of sixes right away. Got all this guy's chips when I shouldn't have probably. Um, then just this dude give me all his chips. This old guy opened Jack Ten off in the high jack. He defends big blind because he was sleeping between hands. This old guy Five comes King Queen Six. Um, doesn't matter two tone rainbow because it doesn't fucking affect. It. Yeah, he, he is donks. an open enter. You have he, a set. Good game. He, he donks. He donks fucking eighty percent pot or whatever. I call turn eight. So, King, Queen, six, eight, check, check, river nine. Check, check. You have a six? You're sixes? Uh, no, no, no. I have, I have Jack 10 off this hand. So, oh. I, I'm up and down. Oh. He has unknown donk lead, right? Old man range. Okay. 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 So, so you King, Queen, six, eight, nine, right? He's donk, flop, mm-hmm. and check, check, turn. Now, okay. I, I river the nuts. Right. He leads 5K. 3x to 15k and he jams for 32k oh, bye bye. and i'm a, i i roll call like okay we're chopping we both have the nuts and he just turns over a set of nines and goes home wow like he rivered a set Wow. yeah and yeah, yeah. It, instead of just calling like sure so i was getting gifted stacks by the power of <laughs> satan and um, this is the type of things you manifest when you pump and dump poker. You don't whine about structures on your mm-hmm. very important podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to needle you. I, I, I got very lucky. People gave me their stacks. some of them. Yeah, that's what guy, happens. 75 big blinds all in pre-flop. Anna Marquez was like, this guy's spazzes," And I was like, thank you for confirming what I thought. He th- I opened kings. He three bets. I snap jam. And 75 bigs. He snap calls with nines. Wow. Um, what? Yeah. And I have kings and they, they hold. Um, oh, my God pretty easy day <laughs> this yeah this is uh this is the drink <laughs> perky you suck so much this is what the main event experience is for some people yeah. well last year mine was brutal like yours i, I my first table was great I, I was my first main. i was so excited my first table was what i was told it was like guys yeah, gambling it up then i got moved tables to all regs and got coolered a bunch of times in a row, like it really had to make hero full bet, 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 raise fold. And I was like, what is this main experience people were talking about? But I overplayed some spots, including calling a four bet out of position with nines. When in this year's day one, I would just fold any marginal spot fold. Obviously I got a bunch of sets and ran well, but I'm also more experienced than you. So I think that's the difference. Uh, in our mains. I
0: gotta tell you the all I'm hearing is uh, run. A,
2: a lot of copium. Based off of uh, I, Anecdotal experience Yeah I'm totally Fucking around yes. Obviously But Look, but, the 10, but the 10-9 Was really objectively A horrible floorback call But anyway I, I really don't think You get it uh, I get it Perky No I understand I think, I, there, I think I, I there's like Arguments that. on both sides Yeah that's Mine said, being the better one you can one. make
0: An argument to yeah. fold But like I wouldn't fold I at this folding. table. I would fold at a table with a bunch of recreation. You Correct. Think Hellmuth would fold? I remember my first. Who cares first, what Hellmuth would do? He stinks. I remember
2: wow. my
1: first main. I I I would fold to three bet with Ace Queen to all three bets.
0: I would fold and Ace Queen in my spot before I'd fold Ten Nine suited.
1: Yeah, I agree. For to that sure, too. I agree to that. For too. sure,
0: but also like you know you have to think about the merit of why you're squeezing but, and and everything else like whatever it's 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 a side tangent. It's
1: it's specifically because your table was so. Uh, obviously my strategy
0: at that table is going to be very different, but the the, the point is that when we start talking about like, it's the main, so there are exceptions to the theory and your strategy and everything has to change to the main. That's only
2: true when you get a quote unquote main event table, right? Like, yes, you have to cater to your environment. Right, when but, you get a set like you got and you're not squeezing anything out of it, right. then then you can't treat it like I treated it. Like, yeah, it's the and, main. And
0: also, like, uh, my strategy didn't change that much. I was still just trying to blue line. That's, in a nutshell, what all good players are going to do main event day one and day two. Win the blue line war and maximize your value every time you have the
2: opportunity so you're because saying it's the, the structure slow. You're saying it's the main, though, now in a different way. You're just saying... Well, I'm saying that the structure is slow enough that you don't earn that much through redlining. We're saying the same thing.
0: We're not. You're saying you should pass on plus EV spots because it's the main. I'm saying that
2: I don't need to necessarily... I, never, I would not say plus EV spots. I would say spots where you're unsure if they're plus EV. You may be sure of them, but I'm not in my shoes. Like well, so. you're
0: going to be unsure of a lot
2: of things. Yes, I know a lot. Like No, it's true. I know, exactly, yeah. That's so, objectively... I, I, I'm not even saying things like... Uh, I'm agreeing with you that I think it's... A neutral spot,
0: it's probably zero EV, right?
2: Right, but I wasn't so saying pass on plus EV, but maybe, yeah, maybe certain ones. Um,
0: but yeah, like at the end of the day, it's like you don't have to open a pip or two wider if your table doesn't afford it because trying to redline people to death and accumulate chips that way is nonsensical. Everybody's hundreds of blinds deep, and the structure is a crawl, so you know, play good hands. Try to win the blue line, and if you're fortunate enough to be at a table where people are giving it away, maximize that blue line whenever you
2: have the opportunity. By Satan, that shout out. Actually, I pointed up to him, and someone at my table was like, "You're pointing the wrong way, dude." That's right. He's down. He's down there. He's down there. But uh, yeah. Uh, But day three, day four, moving day.
0: That's where you really have to pick up the red line. That's where the cream rises to the top. You know, when you start to see people who are rising up the leaderboard, and they tend to be more of the professional style. It's because they're leaning on the fact that everybody sees it as still just the main they're emotionally invested there's this idea or there's the uh uh what's the fallacy of uh being invested it's the good money after bad yeah sunken cost fallacy right so you just get to prey upon that but that doesn't exist on day one yeah it does for some people
2: but in general, like it, it shouldn't exist. I'm also was scared as a as a as a only ever looking at any studied shit. Uh, f- max 5- 75 once, always under 50 bigs. Every sim I've ever, everything I've ever like thought about, basically for more than a second, I know none of the deep stack. Like I know a little bit. I know poker, right? I'm not lost. I know sure. tournament strategy. But well, I would be
0: surprised how much it changes. No,
2: no, dramatically enough that I was very scared to put myself in situations that that I was very like yeah. unsure of. So like I've, that's that's also the tricky thing is when you start studying like 100 big blind uh, poker,
0: 200 big blind poker th- of that nature, there are going to be board textures. There are going to be lines that you're supposed to take where you just have bottom of range that goes off for stacks. Right. and But that but yeah, I mean, but you just can't well, because it's a, the value of being in the tournament. Right. Right. Is worth so much. And the overfold occurs by the populace well before uh, the river. Right. So that oftentimes that, that final bet that you're leveraging and assuming is zero EV because you have enough uh, value to balance it and your opponents are calling correctly, they're actually probably overcalling because they folded so much to the previous bet because they see where the direction this is trending. Right. 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 Like when you go 75% pot flop, one and a half X pot turn, people just fold. They just go, well, fuck. Like, I know how this ends. He's going to be all in on the river, and I don't want to make that call. So now they only have traps, right? And you're just shoving into the
2: blade. That's why you played the blue line more on day one. So what are you saying though that you don't like agree with about saying it's the main? You're saying so I'm saying that you can't go so far as to like overcorrect your pre-flop or flop strategy. Yeah, I overcorrected pre-flop too much. I think honestly, I folded spot like standard opens, but well, I, I wasn't RFI. But your
1: experience is so different, right? Like if his for him. His objective is just to get to day two when you're on day one of the main event, right? We know it's a marathon. And now we look, what is our best strategy to get to day two? And it is not to play the same way he would play at your table.
2: You mean given his table, given his best his strategy is just get to day two? Correct. That was my goal too. I was like, yo, Ryan. And that's
1: what it should be. Yeah. Right? You can't win the tournament day one or day two or th- three. Yeah, yeah. So literally it's just attrition, trying to outlast everybody yeah,
0: else. Yeah, but, but, well, but there, it's, is, there is an element. It's more your than that. EV, especially as like a good deep stack player, is very high on day one. That's why we play. Yeah. Right, So the idea is that you can get yourself in a pole position more frequently, and yeah, you're not going to win the event based off that, but God, are you going to give yourself a better shot? But
1: you don't even have that option on your table.
0: Uh, it's less of an option, right? I have to be more chosen at my yes. table, where at DePaulo's table, I might just be able to like, not Correct. force it, but... Massage it, so to speak. Yes, and and
1: that's why I'm saying that the strategy on your table is so vastly different than his. It's
2: much closer to an equilibrium strategy. It just has to be. It has to. Um, Well, I, I didn't even say people watching probably care. I bagged 188, 1888. 188 eight one sixty six one. I wish. I mean, no. You should just give <sighs> He doesn't back. care. I'll do the will. <laughs> uh, but um, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. No. No. no which is sick. you start with sixty k, so it's three people yeah. starting stack. The average stack was like eighty k at the end. I'm just saying yep. this for the. Yeah. How, how, I how think many, even less. I think it's like you coming back to um I don't, I don't know the second level is 1k big so okay like it you know i'll have yeah, 100 of have have 200 th- shortly a ton you could probably call I have two four, hours until i only could have 200 call four
1: bats with 10 nine suited like, you know.
0: <laughs> only out of know, position you know, against a good player yeah like i've i've run i've run enough iterations to this main that i kind of understand the recipe so to yeah, what you, it, tell me your experience in my, your my history in the main event is i've played it this is the 16th time i've played it uh i've busted on day one four times mm-hmm. all four times uh i basically never really got above starting now obviously this varies the very first time i played the main event you got ten thousand starting chips yeah and like you know i busted before dinner but like you didn't have much of a shot you started with 100 bigs or 200 bigs something like that um it was a lot
2: it was a different was structure the same stru- what was the structure like, like... Uh,
0: i think we started at twenty-five fifty.
2: oh god and it's not big by nanny no anti yeah yeah no anti no anti 10k in chips No. um <laughs> they desperately needed to color up so bad this day is, five and say it's so tilting watching the old the piles of chips you watch wild. ones from the 80s or whatever on poker 70s they're like to, to put out one bet <laughs> <laughs> mid <mid-2000s." laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying if you know not you i mean but Literally, if you watch 2001
1: one, yeah, you watch one it. back
2: from your day matt no um, like, they, they for one bet, like, when it's two under oh, it's one and shit, they're rack. like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and that's like, like a min-raise. Five yeah. Mo- yeah, that's like a <laughs> min-raise five motions. It's like, yo, color the fuck up, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they <laughs> so definitely
0: crazy. kept... I think 1K chips were, like, on the final table. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, 2003, 4 Moneymaker time, I think, like, 1K was the ante.
2: Even Jamie
1: Gold era. Yeah,
0: there, was, there were yeah. 10K yeah. at least. Oh, Jamie. The, the Pittsburgh Steeler chips, like, still in play. Yeah.
1: Those are beautiful stacks. Jamie Gold
0: stacks, I've never seen... Like that volume of, of chips since, yeah, it, it was remarkable. Um, but yeah, just to like go a little bit further. Uh, so I busted day one four times in this event. Uh, I've run deep. Let's call it twice. I got forty third, and last year I got like I don't know one ninety. I seen five. you
2: on the television last year and shit, yo, you and Conrad. You was on TV yeah, a lot. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of that. It was fun. Um, you got what two forty something? I don't
0: late, know. Late day I, four, you busted. I busted. No, I busted level one of day five. Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't know what that was. It was somewhere yeah. between like 170 and 210. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like 40K? Uh, like 50, I think. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so of the, of the 12 times I didn't bust day one, at some point throughout my, so I've also bubbled the main event twice. So I've cashed it four times. I've bubbled it twice. Um, and 10 times I've made it to at least day two. Or, or, sorry, uh, 12 times I've made it to at least day two. Of those 12 times that I've at least made it to day two, at some point throughout the tournament, I've chip-led seven times. At some point or another, right? So, from my vantage point, accumulation is uh, a huge, huge byproduct to results in this event. And the, the, the tortoise approach of, like, register day one and if you don't catch a table where you think you can win all the chips easily, just try to bag starting stack or try to bag half a starting stack. To me, is just like, it's silly. Yeah. Right? Like, you're a professional poker player. If you bust day one, it's no different than busting day three. Right. I agree like, with that. Whatever. It happens. You're going to get a bad table somewhere along the line. Uh, and uh, I'm not saying that the final goal is to be the chip leader, Day one, day two, day three, day four, or anything along
2: those lines. You just want to accumulate, but it fucking
0: helps. Yeah,
2: you have to play. Yeah, I understand. But well, like, what if we did the thought experiment where it's twenty-four hour levels? Then, then you'd be like, all right, I'll wait. But it's just cash. No, you wouldn't. Why not? Because it'd be be like to it's a play? bad, it's a bad night to play. I'll just blind right, out a little. Let's think of it this way: if if you were uh, if you were put into a cash game. Of call it. Can I be wearing a bear suit in this hypothetical just for fun? If you'd like. Okay. I'm a furry. Let's go. Okay. And I'm in a cash game.
0: Okay. So you get to play a cash game that is
2: uh, a full
0: 24 hour session. Mm hmm. You have gets 300 playing. big blinds. Uh huh. Are you altering your strategy off of uh, a, a general, wh- whatever you deem to be your equilibrium strategy, your baseline strategy for cash? Uh huh. Based off the fact that you only have this 300 big blinds to play it. And if you're altering it,
2: by how much? If, if what? If I'm at a table with, with not other it's furries? A like a table. tough table? You, it's you a profitable
0: you, table? Yeah, you know you have a win rate. Like, do you think your win rate goes up by changing your strategy and allowing yourself the best chance to play 24 hours in this game?
2: Or do you think that your win rate is highest by operating on your baseline? Uh, well, if I'm at a table where I'm doing well, then by playing, like, by, by That's doing. That's my point. Right? So if. If I have an expected
0: win rate just because the structure's slow doesn't mean that my win rate goes up by trying to cater to the structure's sake. Right? The implication there is that risk is disincentivized in this particular event. And that's true, but way less than people think it is.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm so not used to I mean it's twice as long and and like three times as deep. It's like way more like you also perceive your edge at those depths to be less than I perceive my edge to be at those yeah, depths. Yeah, 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 that's true, right. I mean, I, I've and also, this is a brand new last year. I felt different. I don't fucking know. I'm just like thinking out loud here. That's what I'm saying. Stuff i Stuff I've gathered, I, yeah.
0: I understand where you're coming from because the first 10 times I played the event, maybe the first 12, I don't know. Like, basically, every single time that I've ever played the main event where winning it would have absolutely changed my life in a way that I couldn't imagine, but also just running deep would have changed my life in a way that I couldn't imagine. You know, getting a 100th for 80K would have been monumental. Or getting 43rd for 200K would absolutely alter the course of my career. Every single year that I signed up for the main event and it represented that sort of opportunity, I treated it as fragilely as you. currently Yeah, you are know, I'm going to play
2: like a, as bad as you did yesterday. When I get down to like 50 big blinds, wherever I'm in the tournament, I'm not going to treat it like you're right. I'm not going to treat it like the main. I'm going to be like, I know this. I know. Correct. I'm I know the strategy here. for this. I yeah. We're all we're all around 30, 40. I'm fucking comfortable and I'm. I'm confident I can outplay them in a tournament structure and I don't care, I'm doing it. It happened to me last year how I busted. Uh, I would say that I would
0: not have busted with my hand in 2014, for instance. Um, Chance was to my right. Him and I were... uh, He's vaping. Yeah, he's vaping low-key. He came in as the table chip leader. I think I came in as second, but I lost a few chips. And uh, he had like 60 bigs. I had 40. And the big blind covered me by one blind now. Um, chance opens button. I have two jacks in the small. I make it eight bigs. And the big blind just snap jams. Mm. Somewhere between a, uh, a, a very competent wreck or a very, uh, like, not, not established pro. Let's, let's say that. Like, okay. I think he studies is what I'm saying. Okay. And, um, and it's 40? It's 40 bigs. That call, yeah. Yeah, it's a snap call. Yeah. In, in theory, it's an absolute snap call. You can't put your money in fast enough. He should definitely have 10s and worse. Uh, he certainly is ace-king a ton of the time. But in 2014, I would have thought to myself, nobody's risking their life here with 10s, and certainly not instantly. Um, and I don't want to flip because just being in this seat is worth so much to me that I'll just pass, lose these eight big blinds, and navigate off 32 because I'll find better spots. But when you look at the actual equilibrium of the spot and realize that by folding, you're giving up like... A blind or a blind, maybe two blinds, right? Which over the, if you extrapolate this spot out now to be, being uh, over a hundred big bl- or uh, over a hundred hands played, now you're talking about like losing two hundred big blinds on the aggregate by making this fold,
2: right? Yeah, you but just can't, you can't justify it. It actually makes me think I can justify it because it'd be like, like, well, well, what do you have? Do you yeah, you ace have king. Yeah, yeah, ace king. Well, ace king. I mean, you got, you know. You got to follow there. No, no, I don't know. I'm he joking. got seventh. Um, but the point I'm trying to make did is Did your read turn out to be right on him? Like how... Well, whatever. I think yeah, the, I think he was very confident. I think he was studied, but yeah. he's probably not... You like, have to call, the I guess. The major
1: difference is that you... With day ones, you can wait. And with day whatever, day five, mm-hmm. uh, you can't. You can't look at like, oh, I'll just wait until day six and be okay. You right. can gamble that... I can show up, and it's it's lame, but I can show up with a with a starting stack on day two, and know that I, I probably have like a ninety four percent chance that there's going to be a
0: better table tomorrow.
2: Right, and and tomorrow there's going to be fewer and fewer chances to get chips, I guess, as it goes on. And well, like- what I thought to myself
0: in the spot was, and this was contradictory to what I would have thought in like 2014. Uh, so 2014, I would have been like, it's all about just keeping my butt in the chair, and risking anything here is silly. Like he could just have queens. Uh, I'm going to pass. What I thought in that moment was okay, we're still 175 people away from real money. Right. I'm going to have to win some all ins.
2: Yeah, that's why I said, and give a shit at that point also because of the payout structure. Like, right. and just like, this is poker I know we have to call.
0: Right. It's like, yeah, it's like I'm, I'm, I've made five buy ins now, and I'm a day, maybe a day and a half away from making that like 15 buy ins. So what am I going to do? Like I'm going to have to win some all-ins along the way. I can't just be you have lucky to win your premium. all-ins. Yeah, you have to. Win.
1: I think I think your play with Jacks against Six King is
0: completely fine. It's, it's very standard. Play. It's theoretically yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, obviously, but I'm trying to represent. Well, you got to give difference. your opponent. Plus, I, I
1: don't think you can anal- uh, anal- analogize it one to one with day one play.
0: No, I, I'm, I trying think, to, I'm trying okay. to make it analogous There's, to yeah, the mindset funny. of the main event is so fragile I don't want to but, bust. It yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, does matter. Yeah. Versus okay. It's just okay. a tournament. But
2: you're you're make a good point. It matters. it matters. It's a different day. It matters at different stages, right? I mean, whatever. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, if it's day one and the guy shows you ace-king, do you fold? Uh, yeah. For 40 bigs?
2: Oh, for 40. No. Uh, okay. No. It is analogous then. <sighs> Maybe actually. Just because I want to be right. <laughs> Fair. I know that, it, it's
1: really tough for me. Yeah, it's, it's really, tough really because tough like, for what me. if
2: it were what if it were 17 hour levels? Then you may
1: because your tournament life does matter so much more.
2: Yeah, it really does. It's and you uh,
0: you guys are no, you're 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 doing what recreationals do too often, and it's the idea that you can overcome plus EV spots for better ones. This is the Helmuthian approach of I can pass on this spot that is earning two big blinds. Do you know how hard it is to make two big blinds in any one decision? You're basically just saying like, I can wait for a spot to cool somebody off so badly that I can pass on this situation. And it's almost
2: impossible to control that. Not, without, not with Satan. Not with the power well, of fucking hey, the that's devil. That's different. Now, if you got the know. voodoo on your side.
1: I, obviously, you've thought about this a lot. I need to, to rethink about it and recalibrate. I do, I do think there's merit to what Phil, the way and the style that Phil has. I also agree place, with that. But I, ju- I haven't been able to contextualize it still.
0: The, the, the merit to Phil's play that exists of why it's so good prior to the nitty gritty final two tables whatever the case may be is the inability of the populace to have enough bluffs in any given Mm -hmm, node mm -hmm. so he basically puts in small amounts of money Mm -hmm. that force their force his opponents to signal to him whether or not they have a hand Mm -hmm. now does that make him extremely exploitable yes are there many people in the populace that are taking advantage of that no and a lot of that is predicated upon this mindset of i can wait and find better spots Phil's yeah. a nit he's aggressing in a pot he probably just has it right yeah. and all of that deviating back and forth so nobody wants to play a game of chicken against phil helmuth yeah. of is it the set this time or is this a raise fold with top pair yes
1: that's why it looks really dumb when we see like oh uh someone just bet 5k and then he raised 10k nobody right. does that right. but phil helmuth can get away with it
0: because Correct.
2: of the style that feel he plays i like we have to give him credit for those it, i know yeah. i know his, yeah that's what you're saying i know his final table plays that you we were bashing him on look really like insane but and I'm not defending those in a vacuum, but like if that comes with all the other cool things that it, like you're gonna when you're playing exploitable, you're gonna do dumb shit, right? Like yeah. when you're exploiting people, you're gonna do shit that is horrible. Yes. Agreed. So I just like eat a roast used- beef sandwich like a fucking hyena, that was a, what a, <laughs> apex what a, predator shit, do, bro. That, that's weirder than Apex. It's like he, oh, like how do you? That's that was really strange, man. <laughs> and that's the word Like if you're eating at the WSOP cafe, you clearly don't have a plan for for eating at the WSOP. <laughs> so he's fucking up there. Like if you yeah. if you're buying a Five dollar orange or a stale roast beef sandwich, and then eating it with the petri dish after touching the petri dishes that are the chips, even though they're new, they already have 50 forms of disease. You see the stains on it, and you hope it's come. Like, it's like, (laughs) so if you like, so if he's eating that and touching those and then ripping open his sandwich just to to like take a bite out of the middle of the grossness, that he doesn't, he's a man without a plan as much as I want to give him credit for it. I think what. Uh, I think what the roast beef uh, balance would be is uh, it's not. The, no, sorry. <laughs> I napkin, think what no.
1: Phil's really good at is just remembering how people, or almost like empathizing with how people feel yes. when they're playing against him. I completely agree. He's with He's so good at knowing like, oh, I'm gonna tilt you, or I'm I'm like I'm getting your competitive emotions in play. I agree with now. that.
0: But what I think that we're allowing to fester or what or we're facilitating as media poker media and the allure of Phil Helmuth and this King Kong apex predator bullshit <laughs> and his persona and all this other stuff. We're ignoring how much of his mystique so to speak is actually just quantifiable. I can estimate how much Helmuth is making in the early stages of tournaments versus how much he's losing in the late stages. And when all the money is put into the late stages, he becomes a negative EV buy, Right. So it doesn't matter how often he gets there if his reliance is upon variance and luck to ensure that he cashes in. And, you know, we talk about how great he is, and he truly is. He's the best,
2: I'll, I'll reiterate it a thousand times over, he's the best WSOP player of all time. Say it 999 more times right now. Of I, I call, you reiterate it a thousand times, Let's, we'll sit here and wait. Of all time, go. of all time, he's the best <laughs> WSOP player. 997 to time. go. All right,
0: 996. But that comes with the caveat of he sucks dick, no. Of him not being a very good no limit hold'em player, yeah. Period. Yeah. And yeah, we are exactly. not willing to acknowledge that because he keeps putting up numbers, so to speak. Yeah. But when we come back through and looked at his WSOP over the last, call it eight years in the modern theory era, he just doesn't put up dubs in no limit anymore.
1: I wonder how good he really is in like raz and all those. A-thing. I think
2: he's
0: very good. You think?
1: He's I think. Like I think his strong.
2: knowledge of tournaments. I, I'm better than him in deuce to seven. I knocked him out. <laughs> You know, I uh, like that, you know one of the highlights of my life was he, this. I I didn't even know who it was. He sat down. I'm like, who is this fish? And I he just snapped Pat's back. I have a Pat nine. He has a no, Pat, you Pat he helped 10. him.
1: You helped him uh, know that he was dead
2: on the. Yo, so he thought like, he thought he no might hope. have had a chance. You're like, no. dead, a Dick. You're dead. dead. <laughs> There's no hope for you, Phil. I he's think just, uh, he's just on a rabbit. Yo, but wait. I think though that like his his. Thinking though of like it's not. I understand maybe it doesn't apply as much now, but it's like my strategy in ping pong: just get it over, let them fuck up. Is not that
0: bad. If you're playing against bad competition, it's not. If you're bad. playing
2: bad competition, which the main apparently is. Well, we're not specifically talking about the main. Oh, like, oh the uh, main. I'm talking is about not, oh, uh, I'm talking man, about man, not the fields yeah, yeah. period. How about for the main though?
0: Uh, I think he's. I think he has a win rate in the main for so sure. So the main is different sir you but, can
2: see that well, yeah but surely like, you see our point now a bit matthew well it's softer uh i certainly think he has a win rate but like so then know, just letting your opponents make mistakes and being a little more patient maybe has some merit maybe the 10-9 suited becomes more not fold. when you're at a
0: table where people are making fewer mistakes right but eventually you will be there's more chances how are there more chances he's saying how do, how do i play break-even poker for 10 hours
2: and... i don't know you do it every day
0: of your life Ooh, yeah. oh, oh, got him! Got him! Yeah, doing exactly what I did <laughs> sorry, yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> it comes with. You want to yeah. know what break even poker looks like? It looks like an EKG. It's a lot of fucking wins and losses, <laughs> not just a bunch of flatlining. Oh, sorry, um, he my, wants
1: he wants those peaks and troughs to be a lot higher and lower. Just, right, just go to seven percent VP. I I just
0: I don't have it in me. I, I know um, that,
1: that that's the other thing. Like he has, he, he just won't play a tighter style.
0: Well, yeah. I, I, I thought I didn't have it in me, but there, I'm, I played. I played. Theoretical ranges pre flop, sure, which sure. is as tight as I'm willing yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: Like You're like I folded you're like the Brett Favre Favre at a off. charity event, and they're like, Don't throw too hard to the kids with cancer. And you're like, I'll play how I play I throw how I throw. Like, <laughs> fuck you guys. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna break their hands, I don't care.
0: You know, I folded the ace deuce off on the button. Like well, that's how? a pay, that's what? Pay, Right. That's that's proper two hundred. It no? does suck. Two hundred big blinds, that's proper like an old man Berkey. It's just proper.
2: Is it? Yeah. Are you looking at Big any ranges? Yeah.
1: One of those cards is the most beautiful
2: card. 200 big blinds, man. You don't get the V-Pip infinite. Ace, deuce off, folds you on the button. 200 bigs, big blind nanny.
0: I'm not positive, but I'm pretty certain that it mixes folds I think you're thinking of cash game
2: ranges. I'm Why pretty would sh- they be any different? The ante? I play the ante.
1: I don't care what my cards are, if they are suited... On the button, I will
0: play the I gotta tell you, you're not exactly uh, a theoretical authority here. So <laughs> I think don't he really is, I, I also mean, <laughs> playing suited hands on the button is of course correct. Okay. Playing offsuit hands, not necessarily so. Um
1: hey, I play great on Poker Out Loud. People are gonna see my Oh, tree you tree.
2: caged the fuck out of me, that's yeah, for I sure. I did. I
1: caged the shit out of a lot of people.
2: Matt, I think you need to come to the uh, next all for Y Academy and learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I don't mean I don't mean to give you so much shit. I think it's fun no, for the it's listeners, fun. right? Normally, I could care less.
1: Normally, the people here, they don't give Berkey enough shit.
2: After, Cause, yeah, yeah, because you're all sorry. in the cult, and, and like, I don't, I don't need you for a house, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, no, right. I, 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 I'm not, I don't know if I'm being too much of a dick. I just like, I love you, and I love the show, and I think we have good <laughs> chemistry, Matthew. Oh, and
1: fucking suck his dick already.
2: Well, no, but I, I can't go full dick suck. Because... I don't know what I'm trying to say. You you're actually so off. bad at poker you're revealing this day <laughs> that I'm heartbroken. You've torn down oh, Phil Helmuth. Oh. You've torn down yourself.
1: No, You've, he said Phil Helmuth is
2: the best player. You know, when he's torn down the dream. No, I barely, Every time I I come barely touched the dream
0: today. Last time. I said, all I said about the dream today is that I don't think operators have their ear to the ground enough to consult the people that uh, speak the dream out loud.
1: Two things with this. That's super fixable, number one. Number two, it does take a long fucking time to fix this stuff. No, it doesn't. Uh, you think it doesn't. But for well, example, like we this is this was our would have been our tenth iteration for around at Reno. We would spend two months on the schedule.
0: Yeah, but you get to run it like once a year and your budget's nothing.
1: Yes, this is the biggest
0: poker event in the history of poker, year in and year out. And they've what been I'm running saying, it for 25 there plus there years. There needs to be a certain years. amount of
1: care that 50, goes into everything. What am every I
0: talking about? They had the 50th anniversary, anniversary. You can't like just change shit ago. easily willy-nilly. You're saying you're organizing a giant thing. Look at, the, look at the places they're failing and how simple they are to correct. They failed at allowing people to scout their table. How easy is that to correct? Ask, I don't know. How easy is it? Fucking ask someone. Wait, how do, you, how do you correct it? I don't you know. Just, they tweeted about it and within 30 seconds, 100 pros said,
2: don't do this.
0: But How hard is it to oh, have a oh, pro well, don't to consult?
2: tweet? Don't tweet is a different solution no, than no, no, don't no, have no, that no. exploit exist. That's not the point. How the do you point fix the is, exploit? The you point say it's is, so easy. The point
0: is that the second a professional saw that, they recognized the exploit that exists. Uh-huh. All yeah. they had to do was consult anybody who understands anything about strategy, and that doesn't happen. And you deal with it another way. If you if you don't show up by level three, then your chips go into play. It's that simple.
2: That's an oh, easy just, correction. That's your seat. Your seat is your seat. They're in play. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. Duh. What am I talking about? That's the easiest solution. I'm it. an idiot. That's a very easy solution. Of course. Solution. This is super fixable. I'm an idiot. Yeah. So, like, This doesn't take a lot of iterations to get right. Structures don't take a lot of iterations I, to get right. You know what they did fix quickly? The cheating council. If you want to get into that still today. They did. Well... We hope they did. did I, they I we
0: still don't know enough. That's the problem. Not the enough. Poker well, they one? got it together yeah. quickly. Like, they did put it together from, very from fast. From the time
2: that people were talking about this, it is in action and like yeah. started up very yeah, quick, uh, and that's cool. Again, I, I, I wait
1: off because like, GG does a great job at marketing, and uh, for the most part, they do a good job at marketing. They're very avant-garde in how they approach poker. Um, I just want results first before I actually give uh, them credit.
0: Yeah, that's, that's all. I just want confirmation that the uh, allegiances are confirmed. Like, I, I want to hear confirmation that WSOP will implement what this council is suggesting. I want to hear WPT is involved. Uh, I want to hear APT. I want to hear Poker Go. The ma- like, ultimately, what we're asking for as a community is to whether whether it's uh, a jury of our peers or some oversighting body where there's a representative from every uh, corporate uh entity in this game i don't care what it is i don't care how you create the panel as long as it's an educated well-informed panel i do like that some of our most in um like high quality players are part of this panel they're the most educated again this is what i'm saying is lacking from the operator
2: standpoint they don't have that communication with players, and they need it because strategy is an integral part yeah. in catching the cheaters. Like Joe Chung tweeting, uh, he asked the lady on the floor to go hand-for-hand hand a little earlier because everyone was tanking in a, in a satellite. And like, they were like six from the money, and he's like, yeah. we go hand-for-hand. Hand? And she's like, don't tell me how to do my job. Exactly. It's like, no, no, no. You need to listen to what – Just he's not. he wasn't telling you anything. He was just making a suggestion. Right, maybe. but also she needs to be told because nobody right. else is educating her on how to correct this problem. Right, right. But and mostly, we're hyper-aware. Yeah, Mostly, so, what I was thinking though, when you were talking about the council, is that I need to ingratiate myself with them immediately, buy an RTA, and be free to be corrupt. That's correct. Like, uh, but even without the RTA part, work. I need to sell them, send them tribute, right? So, it hopefully, it will be. There's going to be a power council. They're going to have big brains and be floating and like the, the Green Lantern <laughs> fucking no, that's thing. That's correct. No, that is correct, right? And you
1: need to switch over to being an anonymous from now on. An anonymous? Yeah, just like anonymous. Like, uh, don't oh, don't the, be the v for a vendetta mask
2: people. Correct.
1: It'll just help because. Again, if you're Can anonymous rta you just win. Well,
0: Can I become a furry
2: instead in RTA? The I idea to be in is a bear it, suits, it shouldn't
0: though. work because the way that they're going to police it is anybody that gets red flagged as a potential RTAer, the their hands will be sent anonymously to the council to review. So they won't have uh, preceding bias. Uh,
2: I want to be in those sessions where like, I get to study the hand <laughs> histories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They should release them after yeah. as a study yeah. tool. I'll be like, here's our course on I, the cheating actually, players. I, I know you're saying that in jo- Jess, but I actually think that's a really good idea. No, like watching Puberis play or whatever is a good well, way to study. Well, like-
0: no, no, not about studying. I'm saying like this is how cheaters were caught in the early 2000s. We were able to review all hand histories. That's how David Preddy's caught uh, Russ Hamilton yeah, yeah. In, in the uh, AP scandal. So I think that like if it does get to a point where say they get this anonymous batch of hands and they clearly flag uh, a percentage of them and that percentage happened to all belong to one player – And they come up with the solution of like, okay, this guy is clearly rta It's egregious. We need to take action. At that point, I don't think it's a bad idea to cover their asses to then release those hand
2: histories and say like, look, this is what RTA looks like. Yeah, no, they said they would, I think, in the interview Jason Kuhn did. I think he said that they, they won't, I don't know if they'll release the hand history, I forget, but... They'll show the data of what percentage match perfect GTO or okay, something. That's, that's good enough I for me. I think he said something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. And also we can't, it's not people. It can't be them judging if it's too close to GTO. It needs to be a computer matching that computer hand history. It's and tough, if it's man. too close, then, then you like, like, I, I know that the inputs would be different in all of the, these situations. Like, I don't know. They said I. I well, just, it's, it's, I'm happy something is getting yeah. done. Even maybe it's a publicity stunt. Maybe, maybe that's enough to scare some people. I'm saying I'll be,
0: I'll be excited once I can see the live transfer to this. Once well, I hear WPT, WSOP, PokerGo all sign off,
2: and we can start to take corrective action. Now I'm very interested. That mitigates, though. I think some of the fact that even that's on the table now it yep. is going to mitigate like that shit. Right? It's like Agreed. if I had. Uh, if cocksucker Mizikowski or whatever if Bryn Kenny called him up, called me up, I don't know him at all. Never met him. Let's so you, I'll use a different name. If Br- Br- Bridge Kenny called right, me up and was right. like, "Yo, cocksucker Mizikowski's coming to your house to play with RTA. Needs to use the internet. He's stranded in New Jersey." I'd be like, in the past, okay. Now it's like I'm not gonna let some fucking guy like even come close to like risking my shit to risk my shit lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah of course. Like like that. Like so, even me and my made up fantasy where I'm in a bear suit. You know, maybe. Hanging out with Zamani and frogs, like <laughs> no, but seriously, like I think that it, it's all good, right? It's like anything towards that direction is good. Yeah, hopefully I think- it's more real than than just a yeah. Uh, yeah, the, so the hardest
1: thing is just the centralization and uh, getting everybody to cooperate. Like, cooperation is not poker's best best skill set well right they may be you know. lazy
2: enough though to just be like uh if other poker trust them we will like these other companies put their name they'll just follow and then, I, then it'll be a I, domino effect easily agree. right completely agree yeah yeah so i that, think
0: once you get those big four on, yeah. on board everybody
2: else falls yeah well they'll line. just snap sign up and be like i'm sure they did the vetting and, for us and this
0: this extrapolates out like if we see this level of coordination amongst operators and players alike we start to see some solutions, perhaps. We start to build bonds and relationships there where there is a two-way street. And maybe we do see wide-sweeping change whenever it comes to structures, when it comes to standardizing rules and getting us involved with the TDA in some way, shape, or form. I mean, to their credit, they do a summit every other year, and Matt is generally very open to suggestions from the public, but it's still a close summit. Is
2: he the head of the TDA? Like, or, or I don't he, know if he's the head he's or, he's the head he's or just, like, if he's just like the it's...
0: organizer or, or whatever the case may be, but he is the biggest mouthpiece for them right uh he's the one who's in communication the most i think with players God, there's
2: so much work behind this i don't want to sh- sit here and bitch about structures too much because i really have no clue how much work goes into setting these things up man and i really am just a it's, i don't ever want to be a whiny player about this and that because i cannot organize anything like this ever yeah. like
0: i i know but i know enough and i know that one of the big problems is that there isn't enough diversity in the feedback
2: right so it's like if you get so have what you, your message and, and hire like a, a black trans woman on Fiverr. And no, they'll no, no, send no, not, in.
0: not that type of diversity. Like mm. uh, getting feedback from people who strictly play high rollers isn't going to be enough. You need people who are in the mix, swinging it at mid stakes. Because if you're just getting feedback from a high roller,
2: he doesn't care that much. He's feedback not, as far as what's cheating? Prob, like, what? No, no, no. More so like structure
0: stuff, uh, bubble oh, stuff. Oh, you're talking about the original stuff. Yeah, WSOP, like dealing with massive exploits. Fields, uh, You're just not going to get great feedback unless you actually present them with the problem if you're asking them to identify the problem ahead of time it's almost impossible like uh you know i i'm able to to work the back channels a lot with wsop and i always go out of my way to try to examine the structures before the like months ahead of time when the schedule's released so that we can try to draw attention to things right and they can't use the the excuse of like oh well nobody said anything until the day of and it's hard because you still don't necessarily see everything. Like I noticed immediately that I thought the three K six max was a bullshit structure. And it was, it was a two day turbo, which is crazy at that price point. When you only have like 15 or sorry, like 10, no limit events
2: at the five K or the, the, the two K and above price. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Um, I'm not playing that next year. I mean, I'm not doing well in that field anyway, but I'm not playing it next year. Right, but like my whole point is like that that stuck out to me because that's the price point I'm most interested in. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I completely missed
0: how awful the fucking structure was for the 500. Because I didn't care. Right, right. I didn't look at it that closely. I'm oh, like, I oh, get like what you're 30 minutes, Okay, like, right, right.
2: whatever. But I didn't actually look and be like, oh, my God, this is a 15-hour day. Well, it's also harder to get when there's a smaller – field. when it's a 250K, it's only like 18 people they listen to. They're like, okay, this is the field. It's easy to change, yeah. But yeah, yeah. When it's like, like a 1,500, it's like we got to listen to the, the – the, people speaking is them entering or not yeah you have to speak the numbers to the are the are the are the way that or, people... or even come up the
1: opposite way say like this is this is how i want everybody to feel verify yes that. reverse engineer sure, the experience sure, yeah that's super fucking smart I, I don't smart. think they're doing that at all yo, you're smart
2: as shit and shit yo you smart <laughs> no that's a no that for real how, i want them to feel this way how do we do that how do we make right. sure the most people have that experience yeah uh, I think part of it is... Let that... everyone hold a gold trophy on their way out. This is like a Nathan For You episode. It's like, everyone loves coming to WSOP, but they hate losing. Well, I, like, I let everyone part... take a photo like they won with a bracelet, I think. A photo booth? For real, that'd be a great idea. They I could, actually they think could lie to everyone just, and say I, I think won? a photo
0: booth would kill. A fake, I, or I you I could pay tell.
2: to be in a fake poker news article like section to have a link to send to your grandma or some shit. Sure. Um, I think part of this stems from the
0: fact that WSOP has always been... Uh, the, the brand itself was always bigger than any one individual. So it's the only brand that I can think of that has no ambassador. Helmuth is bigger than the... No, I'm joking. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, guys like Daniel and Helmuth have aligned themselves with the WSOP brand, but they don't, they're not official ambassadors, right? Yeah, yeah. So they don't officially have any feedback. They just have, you know, kind of friends of the company that are willing to speak to them on back channels, and sometimes mountains get moved, and oftentimes nothing really changes, right? But when you're talking about, like, other brands... Uh, live and online, they're full of ambassadors, and they leverage that. They'll lean on uh, the fact that you know a Darren Elias is, uh, the the face of BetMGM, and he will have input on things like structure or acquisition or, or whatever the case may be yeah ecr you know,
2: listens listens to us with with, yeah, this, with yeah. some of the stuff but, but like, stars listens to their and, and to be fair
1: i don't know
0: how the privy time. they are about giving their ambassadors the numbers to dig through probably not oh, oh
2: no you mean like as far as like entries and all that shit or, or like or
0: yeah or like what works and what doesn't
2: as far oh, as yeah, like, no yeah i we always are saying this with a grin, like we're just saying as polite like the conversation level like it, is experience. like from our they're like oh how are you guys hearing your communities Correct. feel about this this format and do you like it and then we're yeah. like yeah from our experience again i'm always like i I don't know what the, this would take on the back end, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think for – what the hell was I going to say? I don't know. I forgot. But I'm a marketing wizard. I think that, that let everyone have a photo booth with the winner is a great uh, strategy. Oh, oh, that they need to let – what other evidence do they have then? If they're not going to be able to talk to people like – than the field sizes like isn't that the market speaking so yeah i think that they do kind of go off of strict raw
0: data but the problem is is that when you zoom in on the data points it can be very misleading
2: yeah or not be held up or, or cannibalize itself as you talk about a lot like just many won't return not sustainable yeah which yeah, like, is is again the same dilemma that like we talk about with certain things. It's like like the Lynn tweeting a while ago about like torching and burning through until it's dead yeah, like, yeah. type of mentality. I don't think WSOP has any intention of that. But no, they but may be I, by mistake doing that. But it's in very similar structures. to the tanking.
0: It's very similar to like the tanking and things like yeah, that. That's, yeah, That's ultimately the outcome, right? Is is that Lynn mentality of uh, I'm only here for a short time and I want to maximize my bottom line while i'm here well it's kind of the same thing if wsop takes that approach if players take that approach you ensure the death of the game right like one way or another whether it's through rake or through negative experiences or through increased bottom line for a small subset of players eventually
2: everything breaks everything
0: everything rests at an equilibrium where uh it is still
2: zero sum and you see, you see, it just cripple. We have different goals, pros and Rex. Though, like we want to be in a game where we can beat them up, though. But for poker on the whole, zooming out, you want Rex to be winning from pros more. Like, like, like. You want them to just lose slower. You want them to lose slower. Yeah. Is okay. That, this is what I was trying to ask, and you already answered it. Yeah. yeah. You want Rex to lose as slowly as possible. Correct. Yeah. This is such a fucked up thing to be that, talking about. It's a tough industry, man. It's a weird uh, thing. I, that's why I would feel soulless if you like, and I yeah. imagine you two would too if you were only a poker pro, just only out for yourself. Yeah. How do you, like, go, like, yo, that's why you, the churn has you're a to be scumbag. So probably. fucking
1: huge. That's why, you know, uh, direct marketing or uh, to to the layman is so important, right? Because if we don't have them, then the casinos just gobble up literally every dollar of the pros. That's
0: it. Yeah, and I mean, for a long time, that's that was that poker's was the pur- purpose, right? It was bring people through the doors so that they lose 10x as much on the casino floor. Mm. And then eventually, this just became its own uh, self-sustaining industry yeah. where casinos kind of were like, well, what the fuck? This was supposed to be a loss leader for us. Now it's just a loss. Uh, and
2: that's a threat to us as well, yeah. you know? I like, think I like Landon's idea, though, where like I still want to have the hope that it's like a fair the study part of it is like under it's all about to the marketing like mare, effort mare and, and, and I mean because there's so much luck in these giant fields that I feel like I don't hear about like um like D-Laz when he won the Millie Maker was saying like yo I put in so much work and I feel like this is a result of that and I feel like it's a pure game and he had felt like that before that before running well yeah. that, and, I, and I think that that part of poker is cool like I feel shitty when I, when I have conversations about needing new like fish to feed on type of ecosystem shit. I feel weird about like, you know, like um, that, but I, but the game is amazing. I forget when I have those conversations, it's not like we're sending players to play slots. We are introducing them into a game that you can win at and study at and, and hard work pays off. And I don't know, maybe that's the messaging angle.
1: Like, Uh, uh, I I always say uh, people outside of poker are just civilians. They have a civilian mentality. The way they think, the way they learn, the way they uh, problem solve. It's just so different. Once I was exposed to this, even though I was in esports, it changed the way I looked at so much in life. So there is valuable skill to be inside of poker.
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think that that's actually the payoff because I don't think – that the positive correlation between hard work and results is as strong as we'd like it to be. As as strong as we'd like to believe it to be, right?
2: I mean, you'll never play enough live hands for it, too, right? Correct. The the survivorship bias uh,
0: conditions us to believe that it's a byproduct of working hard and picking the right spots and things like that. But the, the true nature of it is that the payoff is reshaping the way that your mind works into a much more logical Uh, ability to rationalize and problem solve. And sometimes, if you're fortunate, there's a lot of money to be made uh in this particular industry
2: well if you study and go play cash there's no lying right i mean you're only talking about tournaments well, i'm talking about it in general there's still a lot of variance in cash I, uh wait, it's but, so hard to play enough hands yeah but surely i mean online you can cure this problem online there's no lying like quickly like relatively right there's no denial of your i see it i can see in my graph yeah when i'm playing a lot when i was having like a fight with katie my fiance for example or whatever like i literally see like my red line goes i'm like clicking buttons lazier like this shit is there is real a ton of data yeah and then when yeah, i'm studying i'm like it's for sure quantifiable it's just that at the quanti- at the quantifiable scale
0: which would be effectively online where you're playing you know thousands of hands a day uh the the system polarizes a lot more than we like to acknowledge it does become a lot more of the the feeding frenzy of a small percentage has put in enough work to be plus ev Yeah. And then uh, a much larger pool is just donating to that plus EV pool. Right? Yeah, like DFS is fucked because of Correct. this.
2: It's like only like 2% of the players win all the money. Yeah. And a lot it's of like, how do you based. mitigate that? huh? A lot yeah. of that is rake-based. But, so yeah. hard but still, it. but it's so hard. When I was doing my vlog, I started as a gambling. I just started general YouTube. Then it was gambling at first. And then I was yeah. like, all right, well, I'm going to do gambling. How do I not lose? It's like, let me actually learn poker a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Sure. Or DFS. Those are the two choices. But so the DFS, those are the only two. And I was like, uh, DFS is not viable because I know how few people win. It would be though if it were rake-free. The reason few people yeah, the rake win, is super high yeah the reason why few I people don't think win is, it would the rake be is so because even even still the, the guys who are at the top are so it, it is much more top heavy than poker it's not just the rake it, it's bad. It's it's really bad. Like the DFS guys are like have models that it would take so much insider knowledge to get your hands on. It'd be similar to if only the people winning had RTA or something. Like truly. Like you can't just like sign up and watch some courses I, I and win at DFS. Skill,
0: I agree with you that the like, skill gap between the top and the next tier is incredibly vast. And way more than poker.
2: Yes, I I can agree
0: with that. But that next tier is losing Almost exclusively to the rake. Well, whatever,
2: whatever. They'd be profitable. I'm, I'm, with no I'm rake. friendly with Daniel Grano. I think more rake is better. I really don't want to discuss this now, right now. Frankly, no, no. I, I, but like um, anyway. But yeah, yeah. You don't want poker to get to that point where, and this is what Jason Kuhn was saying in the interview about the council that they feel like they fear that a new young poker player coming due, due to due to cheating or whatever. But whatever the case, that they would see this landscape and be like this is unattainable i will never get that good yeah. no matter how much I, it's too crazy far unattainable and i think like live it very much is and people like and, and online hopefully it will be again that people I, need I to think, yeah, good, think, this is a good message that you can study agreed. and get so much better and have the fun emo, an amazing moment like was after 2020 studying and playing online then going back live and being like, oh my God, I know this answer. I know this answer. And finally, like seeing some shit piece together. I
0: I think that there are two problems that we face moving forward. One is that the line between cheating and studying is getting more and more gray, right? The, the, the study tools that we have available to us that flirt with the line of RTA are becoming, much more widely available also
2: asking my opponent what he j- what he just folded and he whispers it to me that's right. the study no i'm just yeah, right <laughs> pure cheating um, <laughs> no, i'm studying but uh i think that that's an issue
0: as technology advances that we yeah. have to deal with yeah and then secondarily the linear progression is uh a lot less than it's ever been so it's no longer start at one two graduate to two five, go to five ten, move up to ten twenty twenty five fifty fifty a hundred there will always be a next tier, yeah live it's it like caps at five ten, and then either you just cherry pick ten twenty games around the country whenever they pop up, or you're lucky enough to get into the private scene and start playing like two hundred four
2: hundred yeah and then and for tournaments, it's like you go up upstairs i'm ne- i know I know now as the ecosystem I will never because I don't even aspire to be, but knowing the amount of work it would take to ever be able to play even the 5k 6 max i don't i maybe i'll be profitable now one day but i don't i don't even aspire to be right now Also, the
0: amount of capital uh once you start playing like 10k average buying and above for mcg no only the amount of capital you need is like many millions
2: sure to be Uh, responsible i mean not actually Uh, many players players have zero dollars in the bank and manage to play yeah uh hey he had (laughs)
1: 7500
0: But no, I'm saying when your average buying is 10 k you obviously can't have $0 at that point uh, unless you're just fully backed, which I think is like pretty rare for that, that big of stakes. Yeah. Uh, the amount of capital you need is just insane. So it has to be both talent and capital intensive, which make it very, very, very challenging to ever get to that echelon. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that like, you know, again, it all falls back on being a little bit of a marketing problem, but there is... The 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 thing that poker has going for it right now that is still incredibly encouraging is me. Yes, is Ryan DePaulo. He's doing all of God's work to bring people into. Same. No, at, at the bottom uh, at the bottom echelon of the ecosystem, it's very healthy. Uh, I mean.
2: Yeah. When poker, I say it's healthy, poker Reddit is tons of people yeah. like When Rex, I say it's healthy,
0: I mean there's a lot of money pouring in. I don't necessarily are people know. People
2: interested in the game. Go on poker Reddit. It's all like micro stakes players posting their wins, like, oh, I got my first big a score today. A lot of those
0: guys never make it to the casino and, though. And
2: it's two hundred forty. Well, that's fine. I mean, my goal isn't to get them to the casino necessarily. I'm i I mean, I don't I don't know what my goal is. I like actually I mean,
0: for live to thrive, it, it needs to be a big goal. That barrier of entry is still relatively high. I mean, like, I'm
2: trying to grow ACR and Ryan DePaulo right now, Matthew, because those are sure. two those are two things that pay me right now, Mr. Matthew. No, that's fair. No, I'm, I'm kind of joking. I actually don't know. I want live to thrive. I want it all to thrive. I want poker to grow. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's... I think live will thrive. Yeah, if, if there's... How can they not eventually if there's to more me, people playing micro online?
1: markets that are in poker, markets that are getting protected are booming, right? We Go have on. the ladies' events. We have the seniors' events. And I think people will eventually see that live is protected against all the shenanigans from online.
0: That's true to a certain degree. Uh, I think what we haven't necessarily seen, though, is how much correction will take place due to uh, the inflationary aspect, the the hike in interest rate, the potential recession that we're facing. Generally, gambling markets do really well in recessions. uh, But I'm less convinced that that will be true of poker because it is such a skill-based industry. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I didn't know that do well in recessions
0: yeah because yeah, they're long shots right oh, okay. like they're they're an opportunity to set up security in a downtime for the world okay and you can usually do so relatively cheaply even though you know you're just giving up cents on the dollar every time you do it Poker's a little bit less like that though like you don't have that fair of a shake if you're no. not good
2: yo since the boom how many swe- has there been like legit waves of sweats of like oh poker's dying isn't this like a meme in the poker world that people you guys freak out every couple years about shit uh and shit's doing great. Like, how many main entrants are there today? Actually, we don't even know. We should, like, I wonder how many main... Well, you don't care anymore because you no, I call with 10-9 suited. I do.
0: Uh, there were 2,000 to start today. I think it's going to be probably the second, if not first, biggest main of all time. But we have to take that with a grain of salt. Like, money is just worth less now than it was in 2007 when Jamie Gold uh one I know. One how's the main
2: just stayed ten thousand dollars forever that's funny
0: right i mean it's good don't get me wrong it's it's good but it's, it's still also a shitload just like, of
2: money it's still unfathomable so, amount that so like much. four years when i started the vlog i just was dating i was like i could only dream of one day watching uh tony miles and johnson was like i hope i'm a i'm a whaley businessman enough one day to just come <laughs> lose 10k like literally that i didn't know i would ever be like i didn't know staking selling pieces that i'd ever be even close to winning or good enough in it, any of that shit it's it's crazy, man. I'm so grateful. I forget, but yeah. it's a lot of money still. It is, but it's it's all relative. It was a lot of money in
0: 2003, like an unfathomable amount of money. It was equivalent to playing a high roller in
2: 2003. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why the PC, PSP, the PCA is 25k. It would be like yeah. if you were to start a new main event, it would be yeah, like 25ish. Like yeah. yeah,
0: like it was very pro dense for a long period of time because they were the only ones who could pony up. Uh, it's just not anymore, and that's
2: that's a good thing for poker as a whole. I think Pro-dense like, when it was like Scotty Win and like yo them the way they talked about the hands in those man. old ones I in know. like the nineties, it didn't amazing. really
1: feel like you had a nine there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or even um, what's his name? I forget Andy, um, the dude with the necklace. I don't know Black? The, uh, Andy Black Block Block
0: Andy Black was an Irishman who has a very foul mouth and quite entertaining to watch. Andy Block was. Uh, was a, he the a monk? professional. No, he was a professional who was a part of the MIT blackjack team.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, so then maybe neither of them. Some guy who's good was talking about pocket queens as if he was like debated folding pre-flop, and it, like it was unclear how many bigs there were. It was just so amazing. Like ninety-eight oh, yeah. or something like is like bro, this is like almost certainly like two thousand six.
3: Yeah,
2: no, sure, you no, keep saying eighties sure. and nineties, and like there
1: was no televised anything right. in 98.
2: No, no, no. They did a one-hour thing on it on Poker Go. There's there's like a one-hour like d- documentary or something on yeah. those years, like okay. uh, the year. Like, like, uh, and then, and then, like, Scotty, when there's the clip of them winning at the end, all those yeah. years in the 80s, right? Like, well, like no, Scotty, you know, when yeah, yeah. was uh, 97, oh, uh, right? So, I'm saying around that, I think it was that year that they were talking that okay. bad about poker. That's not the 80s, bro. <laughs> it, it's all before, well, you me. know, that
0: moneymaker was 2003. I do know that, 90s, yeah. right? I do know that, <laughs> okay. Almost, all, almost everything relevant uh to to modern poker history is like post moneymaker it is right. crazy
1: if you go back to watch the moneymaker footage though it looks like it is from the 70s
0: yeah it's so old uh old. what uh, a fun game lara was trying to get me to do it uh and i just haven't been down to the or the paris Ballies uh since but she wanted me to she asked me if i could name past main event winners in reverse order and how far back i thought i could go And conservatively, I said, I thought I could go back to like 2012. And she's like, that's it? And I was like, well, I just don't want to embarrass myself. But the truth is, uh, I did it. And I went all the way back to 2000. Wait, let me see. Wow.
2: Should I? Is it worth me trying? Is I mean, there you is could try. I don't, time? Think, it's I, ho- I, I don't think. I think the. I don't think you would get more than like the I last Me neither. Wait, 2010 Damien, to
1: 2020 is so fucking hard for me.
2: Corey I, Aldemir. Wait, let me see how far I can go. Corey Aldemir, Damien Salas, and the blue leg line. I Lake missed one. Salas because it was the well, online one. Well, it's too And the, his yeah. pile of cash, somebody at my table observed the posters is like so small compared <laughs> yeah. to everyone else's. Is yeah, like yeah, massive. Yeah. Wait, now I'm already. Now my brain's already broken. Yeah, so Corey, Salas. That's as far as I go. Um, no, then. Um, oh my God, dude! This is gonna waste okay, time on the out. show. Help Forget it. Twenty
0: nineteen. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the runner-ups in spots where you don't know the winner. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, Dario true. was the runner-up. Twenty
2: nineteen. Oh, oh, uh, Ensam or whatever. Yep. I was saying, and then, uh, then it was, then it was Johnson. Yep. Then, um, twenty seventeen. Jesus would be. Hold on. Runner, runner up. Runner up was uh, Daniel Ott. Oh, um uh Blumstein. Yep. Then can we Win. Yep. Then twenty fifteen would uh Ryan uh, hold on. Oh, oh McKeon? McKeon, yep. Then I was legendary. Then I wanna I wanna say Ryan Reese. I don't know. Nope. Oh he's probably twenty twelve. So twenty fourteen might be the year Greg Merson. Nope. Fuck. Pius Hines? No. You're Way too early. Who's Way the runner early. up this year?
0: So I got 14 and 13 mixed up as well. 14 was, um, or, or sorry, 13 was Ryan
2: Reese. 2014 was Martin Jacobson. Who the hell is that? No, wow. I'm joking. I, I actually loved that year. Okay. Th- okay. Then 12 would be uh, Pius. No. M- Merson. 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 Then, yep. then fucking Pius. Yep. That's the year I didn't watch at all, because I think that was the first year with. I, I actually played this, did this bit for Poker News with Lon McCarran playing Top Golf, and if I beat him, he'd say anything I want on the broadcast. <laughs> uh, I lost, and he's going to say Joey's a mush anyway. Sure. I, what I was going to make him say is rename the 15 to 17 and a half big blinds stacked up as the R. Kelly range.
3: Oh um, my god! <laughs> but, uh, Jesus! But I
2: don't know if he would have done it. But anyway, uh, so I, but I, we were talking about it. And I think that was the first year with whole cards face down live stream and it sucked dick no, to No, it wasn't Pius actually. Hines wasn't?
0: No, all the way back at Jerry Yang's year, they did a pay-per-view. I bought it. Oh my god, oh really? Oh my god. Cards not revealed. That's oh so my boring. God. That's was incredible. We did, like, a 10-hour watch party. I was still in my college apartment yeah, with, like, yeah, LaManna sure. and all those
2: guys. Oh, um, that must have been so much fun. It was fun. remarkable. All right, so who won so 2010, fun. Merson? I don't know what the fuck. No, you already
0: guessed, Merson. That oh, was right. So yeah.
2: 2010 was Queen um, win again. He's two-time champ. No. no who's runner-up?
0: Uh, 2010 runner-up was John Reisner.
1: How do you remember all this, dude? This oh, is so, oh, been in the oh so that was your... Well, I
2: went deep that That year. was a year, yeah, you oh. went to Duhamel. Duhamel, yep. Then, um, 09 was...
3: Runner up. Uh, I'm cheating so
2: much.
0: Runner up. I'll. Uh, oh, Dar.
2: Uh, Darwin Moon. Oh, Kata. Yep. Okay. No, Darvin- oh, yeah. Then 08 was, second, was I Yang. I don't know. He's 07. No. 08 would be Eastgate. 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 And Yang. Yep. And then um, uh, Jamie Gold. Yep. And then 05. uh, I, I don't know. I-, I started following around Eastgate, so 05 would be um. Greg Raymer? No. no, he's 0-4. Yeah. Yep. 0-5 would be Who's the runner up?
0: Uh, runner up was Steve Daneman. Oh god, I
2: fucking I don't know who the fuck one that It's, it's Hashim, right? Yep. Hashim. Oh shit, oh Australia, I should know. Yeah. That I mean, money maker, then Moneymaker. Who's the, the fuck runner up
1: knows? who's the runner up for Raymer? I thought that was Andy Black.
2: No, David Williams. Oh David Williams. Oh David
1: Williams. Who is the monk that, that was
2: Jerry
0: Yang. He wasn't Gary a monk Yang. but yeah. he was like super religious he was no no
1: no 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 there was like a, a, a like a uk monk or something like that sorry
2: i wasted a lot of time guessing no, I in the show I think but a uh, like, uk
1: monk won it no he he got second i thought his name was andy black
2: or Andy. andy black is not a monk no but i'm mixing them up there's a bunch of andy's mm-hmm. and blacks and something can you look no nah, i'll look it up. Yeah, yeah yeah this no is no our knows own what, no knows what he's so talking what's my about. strategy day two for the main You're i bet. not bagged. done yeah yeah all right who's 2002 all right, 2002 would be... Um, dude, I'm fucked now. I, uh, Ferguson? No. I, Close. Um, he got runner-up? No. He won one Yes. So, 0-2 would be... Dick McGillicuddy. Old... He's a I wreck. think que, that's when Quee Wynn got his first.
0: Yeah, that's Quee
2: Wynn. No, but, it was a recreational, though. 0-2 was a wreck? Robert Varconi. Yes. 0-1... Um, Wait, I just said it was uh, Fer- uh, Ferguson? I believe that's correct. Or it might be 2000 2001, or 01. I, I switched. And then uh, the other of those years was... Darwin Moon got his first. No, um, Filippo Candio or...
1: <laughs> yeah, his name is Andy Black.
2: Vlade Divac. Oh, Andy, yes. Uh, he's an Irishman. Irishman. Yeah. He's not a monk.
1: Yeah, he... It even he looks too. like a
2: monk. He acted like a uh, monk. He... He had monk-like features. I can tell you that much. He got my knocked man. out.
1: He came back like five years later.
2: He's uh, known in poker circles
0: as the monk. I, I don't think he's 100 percent not a monk. I know this for a fact. Well, why You're, would they call him a a that? In a
1: semi-monastic Buddhist environment for five years.
0: Hey, I didn't know that about him. Wow! Good I only know
1: this because because ESPN did a fantastic coverage of him back in the day.
0: Andy Black was, talking. he is patient. one of the greatest poker characters that people won't remember. He's a joy to play with. He is one of the most vulgar, foul-mouthed, <laughs> Aggressive individual And he's a monk, but there he's so Ooh, that's Irish. That's why I said there's no way he's like, a monk. But if no, it's
2: Irish conflicting with his monk tendencies, <laughs> right, 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 he's an Irish they monk. need to be violent, <laughs> yeah, drunk, yeah. like fucking like hey, fucking da da. He's he is such a treat to be around I, like, I got to play with him my first WSOP event ever, the tag team on uh, two years ago three years ago, whatever he's cool. Yeah. He he's an absolute But pleasure. he it was him talking about Queens like like uh like a one cent, two cent, wreck like like uh, it was it was really cool and oh yeah. his
1: nickname is actually the monk
2: yeah 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 okay so
1: I, I probably got a conflated nicknames it are
2: never wrong though like Jungle yeah, Man sure. was raised I mean, by Panthers um and still somehow came out that way <laughs> right but uh, I don't know I don't know who won in two thousand I think it was
0: Letterer it was Letterer either w- in two thousand or two thousand
2: and one and Ferguson
0: either in two thousand or two thousand one
2: Then ninety nine was Scotty Wynn
0: yeah I think ninety eight
2: was I'm I'm done now
0: I, I, I don't know. 98, but I think 97 was Stu Unger. Yeah. Nine, uh, anyway, we got way sorry. further. Than this. Wow,
1: you guys way crushed better it. With this. You guys fucking crushed it. I'm well, you
2: gave, no, press. he crushed it. He gave me a bunch of runner-ups. Yeah, like, I knew a bunch was. of runner-ups. I, I didn't mean, run ups the do whole anything. way through. I did nothing.
0: That I. Th- this is... Man, I wish I could put into words like uh, how different it is now. Landon would never... Uh, I don't want to short sight Landon because he actually does have reasonable poker knowledge. But if he could get all the way back to 2010, I would be fucking astonished. You know,
2: even these guys who who are like around my age that that Danny knows from Long Island, when I yeah. did Dan Lazarus, um, who back they didn't know who MoneyMaker was, right. like literally. It's, it's and they're they're good poker players who are studied. They mostly have played online. Yeah. And they they literally, I was like, oh, I was having this big MoneyMaker. They were they're like, who? And I was like, How, that's well, unfathomable to me. Well,
1: let's remember, Landon was. Three, when I get money that, but like
2: mind. I could, growing up, I was heavily involved in
0: sports. I could name every Super sure. Bowl champion back to Super Bowl one. Oh, yeah, crazy. well, I could all- name every World Series champion like back to the Pirates uh, in the 70s. That's because crazy. like I got so engulfed in the history, but to the same point, well, I also wasn't playing professionally.
2: Well, and the way the coverage though has changed too, though. Like it, when it was on ESPN, and right. it's a lot easier to just be up at three AM having it on, and then, yeah. you, and then you're a casual yeah. fan aware of it. Also, they talked about the history of it in the coverage more, I think, like previous winners. For sure, for then sure. Then now we're sure. not covering it like, oh, the defending yeah. champ, this and that. Like, yeah,
0: I, I would watch like NFL NFL Films presents on ESPN. I literally watched every. They they, they did a Super Bowl recap Same. thing. Yeah like through the mid-90s. So you're talking like Super Bowl one all the way through like, I don't know, Super Bowl 36 or something like that. And I would watch these half-hour episodes of the entire history of that event. It just got ingrained in your mind. I remember having a book that uh, detailed all of the Super Bowls up until, uh, it must have been like sixth grade or something like that. And granted, I I followed a storied franchise, so I wanted to know the history of the Steelers. Yeah, easy to be a Steelers
2: fan, but yeah. no, actually, Mel, Mel Blunt and I have the same uh, birthday. You know, he's I'm cool, Mel Blunt. But no, yeah, uh, no, I get that. But like, yo, yeah, yeah, no, yo, I'm the same. <laughs> I was a big NFL fan, and I read about the history of it. Got the books of like the greatest players ever. Same shit. It's just like that, I that, knew the Super Bowl winners. I don't think that'll happen
0: with poker moving forward.
2: Well, cause it's too vague and unclear, and we need like specific character. That's that's why it was so. The marketable World Series too. is also the mecca forever. Huh? It, the World Series is the mecca forever. You're number of bracelets quantified I think how good still you were as a professional a mecca. i think your number of bracelets like i'm clearly a better player than you because i have a bracelet and you know well, that's obvious but i mean you know we're not talking about you and me here um <laughs> well you don't you wouldn't want the met bracelets to be the marker of uh, of i i don't care i i i, I don't want out.
0: them to be because
2: i i think that we've
0: created an environment where they don't matter that much because the low buy-ins uh, well, there's this big separation where it's like there's a lot of bracelets to obtain in mixed game high buy-in events. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. if you're a no-limit specialist, your likelihood of winning a bracelet is near zero. Yeah. Unless so, you play like I, they're Super They're not all games. weighted
2: equally, for sure. I kid 1-1 in a parking lot, I always say. It's so stupid. It's just getting disconnected every hour. No, every time people talk about the delus- diluting of bracelets, I like like... I'm like a well, little like quiet I'm like oh yeah I got like I got like the most cheap one Although it's not the most cheap one The most cheap one Is a 98 player field In some dumb mix game That any competent Hold'em player Could learn within two days I also so, so. Those are the way cheaper ones Than me beating a field uh, yeah, of 1200 I my mean, car I think you'd a car. little bit reductive But okay I understand no, where you're coming from come on from. I mean a field of like 80 fucking people yeah, and but you're and, and, talking about Like a 10k stud aid event Like yeah, fuck you have them. to have some skills. Those bracelets are dog shit Compared to mine Get in there man If they're that easy I beat get 1200 in there. people They could suck a mixed game dick <laughs> Although I'm a mixed game specialist so, like a mixed dick a mixed uh, race I, penis. I will
0: end on this like uh as far as like all this WSOP world series stuff all
2: history and fandom yeah uh, i will say that like i think
0: that that really highlights why hellmuth is hellmuth is because in a lot of those smaller field bigger buying mixed events this clicking around stuff to to figure out where you're at it has a lot of merit because bluffing is such a small fraction of the game right yeah and you can intuit a lot better what the bluffs are supposed to be and like when a person has... Like, I think he just performs really well in that structured environment. And I don't want to take anything away from his skill set. I just think modern game theory No Limit has long since passed him by. And I know that people are going to hate me for saying it. But I it's hate like, you.
2: I, no, I, I'm joking. Who cares? I just I mean, do He—it su- he su- seems like he sucks, but I believe in white magic. I'm not even jo- well, I'm not being s- sarcastic. If he
0: stopped selling publicly, I would I would shame him a lot less. But him
2: trying to sell 100k of no course. limit buying That's at egregious. 1.3 That's is very like, disgusting. insane and stupid and, and and like of course, of course, of course. I agree. Yeah. But wait, why? 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 Don't tear him down, man. No, I don't know. I, you know what? I think he's famous. Though you're saying he's famous because of that, or he's good because of that. I think he's good because of that. I think he's famous because of... They covered uh, him so much. And his entrances, he made a spectacle of it. He played in and he had fun. The
0: online churn in the early 2000s really dictates who's going to be the head of this industry for the next 20 or 30 years. But it just, Uh, I wonder, I still have, like, I guess... Antonio hasn't been all that relevant in the poker community for the better part of a decade. But if he came out of retirement tomorrow and started firing a full WSOP schedule, he would probably be one of the biggest names in every single field. Yeah, that's crazy. I
2: wonder like, sure. if, if you or I disappeared or something, or like, not, not, you know, we have No one would audiences. ever remember us. No one would care. If no one, one would remember back us. And so, yeah, like, and, and I, I honestly. Somerville, I'm, like, returning. That, exactly. Is that who you were going to use as an example? Exactly. Like,
1: people like to see him, but nobody really yeah. knows who Yeah, boots Somerville on the is. ground care.
0: Yeah. The the people walking through the halls who see Jason are just like
2: wow like what a blast in the past kind of thing but exactly. like the the overarching media well, and the narratives the, and stuff don't care the media is your own doing. my media is the, my channel your Correct. media is this channel his is his yeah. stream right yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like it just shifted but you have to self promote it's a weirder different thing it's it's very different um, I I don't know I think there are exciting times
0: ahead but I also think there are a lot of problems we're not necessarily addressing that we can all do better as a community well but.
2: me final tabling the main is going to be great for Satan it's going to be great Honestly, for poker.
0: How how do I do I'll it? I'll say it here first. I'm rooting for it, man.
2: Thanks, dude. No, can you tell me I, my, how I help want me. You to help me? I
0: through.
1: think he's high probability to to actually he should have been on Rising Stars or whoever. The yeah. fact that nobody picked him in our fantasy Somebody,
0: people picked did. you in the league. Oh, really? In yeah. the fantasy league that we did sure There were 48 good, entries. I think you were picked like 3 or 4
2: times. That's oh, a great, shit. That's a I mean, pick. that's a little bit of uh, A lot of pressure. No big deal. No, no, no. It's no. I mean, a big pick. I don't I, I'm I I hope I can honor those people's picks. Uh yeah. Um no, yeah. I I think like,
0: you know, until you get near bubble play, just win the blue line war, maximize your value as best you can. And as you start to get into the ICM aspects of it, red line is available. You will get very good table draws throughout. And you'll get killer table draws. Like day four last year was very unlucky. I'm watching Conrad play at a feature table with Keith Lear and seven amateurs. While I'm at the secondary feature with Chance, Jason Kuhn, Uh okay. my,
2: Yeah, my, you got. Fi- I remember watching that, that being like Conrad. 3-bet eights too. Played it like shit. I was like, what is he doing? Like when it's <laughs> always a flat in that hand, like one hand yeah, in particular, yeah, yeah. and the other guy played it worse somehow. Yeah, like Conrad out worse played him in a horribly. Right, yeah, I was like, and then Berkey, yeah, you're with Chance. Like, yeah. I remember watching, being like, oh no, like <laughs> yeah, like it was it was
0: like seven regs at our table. Which hey man, we're all happy to be there. It's day four of the main event. We all had piles of chips. We all bagged piles of chips somehow. Right. My man, Jack, who ended up final tabling, I think getting fourth, uh, played very well in a tough environment. Like it's way worse for him than it is for like me, Chance or Jason, where at least we've been playing with each other for 15 plus years. You know, it'd be like Ferguson, Helmuth and Negranu getting sat together in the main event in 2011.
2: I'm going to take pictures of everyone at my table and send them to you uh, amongst other people. I got you, man. Because I don't know a lot of these I won't like, know anybody under the age of 25 I'll know everybody who's older <laughs> No one Under the age of 25 I'm going to assume Either they got If they don't have a cast on From like a settlement accident They got somehow right. or they're a drug dealer or a wizard. Yeah, exactly. 100%. They either come for money or they're an
0: absolute killer. Just watch how they play like middling pocket pairs and you can figure it out from there.
2: <laughs> I just look if they ever bet like under half pot. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. they don't good. only play live. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. fucking good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they bet yeah. less than half pot. 20%
1: pot. pot. Uh, oh, yeah, God,
2: I'm, I'm leaving. I lose so it, I'm lose it on nasty. reg <laughs> with with 3X <laughs> starting if they bet oh, 20%.
0: <laughs> my God. I was texting with a friend yesterday and uh, I, I had seen her table. And I was, like, wishing her luck or whatever. I was, like, you, you got a really great draw. And she was, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, seat one seems to be uh, a good French pro and, like, seat five seems to be competent. And I was, like – I only took a quick glance, but two things. Number one, there's no such thing as a good French pro. Yeah, they are Minimax
3: pros for the not Yeah.
0: Number two, I just think you have a bad read on seat five. Like, get in there. Like, I, I you need that confidence
2: great. from people because I, I am too – me, like if they have an accent at all, I just give them way too much credit, and yeah, then, and then they're,
0: they're, they're, they're mimicking sizings, right? So it's like, okay, he's
2: European and oh, he's betting twenty-five that's percent a good pot. Point. He's probably really fucking good. It's like, no, no, no. like oh, What's the accent? That's just their culture there. Right. They same as the, the, the old guys here see other old guys right. betting uh, like right. more like, than Did half he pot. bet twenty-five percent pot on, on a board that Jack Deuce Three, or right, did right. he bet
0: twenty-five percent pot on ten nine eight? Because yeah, if fair. it's the latter, <laughs> this guy stinks.
2: Yeah, well, of course, yes, no, <laughs> I stinky cheese man. Is yes. He ain't got it like that. I weigh you know? that, but I get so psyched out that this dude donked on some board that is not at, at all appropriate, and I still was like, oh, maybe that's a play. That's how afraid uh, I was bro, for no reason. I sent
0: I sent a recreational into a cash game. Uh, he, he really wanted to play. I thought it was a good spot for him to play, uh, and I sent him. And, you know, he's competent, but he's losing. I mean, he'll admit that he's, like, losing or breaking even in most lineups. Uh, I sent him into this game. And the thing that he does really well is he overbets. I'm not saying he's, he's, he's super studied in overbetting. It's just he's willing to overbet, mm-hmm. right? So he goes into this session, and he wins a couple buy-ins. And I immediately get a text like, I think this guy's too good for our game, man. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, He, he gives so much action. And he's like, he checked raised me on the river with the nuts. It's like so fucking what? No saddlebagging. What <laughs> like, what what are you asking for here? That like you need somebody who's drooling on themselves in order to come play in your game? Like, okay, so he check raised you with the nuts. Like, do you think he has bluffs in that spot? Is that what makes him so good? Is he balanced? And like the guy didn't really have an answer. He's like, he overbet like three or four times. It's like, yeah, okay, so he overbet yeah, like yeah.
2: I mean, you think he's grinding Sims? This man runs a million. Well, or, uh, an overbet is a bigger clue than the check raise with the nuts. Is like, oh, oh what the fuck do you think he has, you dumbass? Like, right. you have fold the fold. But also, but it's just like would be scary to me. I would be like, oh, he's wizarding. <laughs> I, I would be like that too. <laughs> right, if well, he good, wins any overbets, I would also think. Yeah, that's good luck same in the main. Because right? yeah. people don't you, do it enough. Exactly. People it's don't do like, as much as they should. Hey, I'd look, be like, oh, he's
1: studied. You're supposed to bet somewhere between fifty and a hundred percent, and that's it you know right, right. once you bet somewhere around there it's like oh this fucker knows yeah, something. You guys are, if you, you go guys 101 are. or 49 we're
2: like I'm <laughs> the I, you the guys have a
0: complete and utter trauma almost everybody who plays this game with any sort of regularity is going to mimic their environment if they're playing with any sort of decent players when they have strong hands they will find 100% 200% 300% you have good luck in the main whenever you're up against an 80 year old man who c-bets for 150% pot on jack four deuce when he has aces because he's gonna
2: oh yeah he's gonna he's afraid power satan compels him <laughs> <laughs> you should just fold that goddamn jack face I want to honor Satan and do the dark arts so much so that I actually, my fiance, fiance, I feel like my, my future wife. Fiance, I don't want to say these fruity French words. I'm about mm. to beat a bunch of these French guys, right? My wife gonna be. That's the new term for fiance, yeah. for men. But sure. anyway, my <laughs> wife gonna be was saying to me something like, like when am I going to see? I was like, you know when you're going to see me. And I debated banishing her. For the ma- I literally was talking to Satan. I'm not even joking. Alone, being like, do I want her to have no effect on how I play? He's like, I could do that for you. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, hold off. Let her like she can help me. I'm yo, I'm fucking channeling this guy. Where is this going? I'm saying, say, I'm honoring Satan's will, saying he's powerful and going to help me he's win the main. He's using our
1: platform. I
2: have an exorcism Same scheduled. Yeah. I have an exorcism scheduled for after. You don't believe in anything. You believe in some things, but <laughs> well, why do you think that?
0: I think it's the opposite, actually. Uh-oh.
2: Opposite, yeah.
0: He, he, I still, uh,
2: I'm I, still needed, on I needed with, to get the plug, and that's why I'm here. Is I'm, still Satan. On the fence. I'm promoting Satan. Is yeah, why I'm here. you're
0: trying to run a, a some some
2: weird and crazy uh, satanic cult. But I, I actually believe that it's going to work. I'm not just trying to be funny. I know it's a little funny. I actually believe it in, in my private moments. I'm That's how fucking crazy I am. You're an idiot. I'm. I am maybe in touch with some dark arts that you don't know you, about. Yeah.
0: Okay. You and Melissa with the fucking horoscopes can go do your own thing well, and let's try to see win how your he way does to first win the first. If he final event.
2: tables,
1: then maybe he's onto something. You
0: did an honor yeah. your set of sixes, Matthew. Yeah. Look I,
1: at. Look at Paul, right? I don't know why, but
0: uh, none of you are going to get this reference. But there's an old movie from the '80s with Tom Hanks and Danny Aykroyd uh, called Dragnet that uh, is them as undercover PIs or undercover police where they're trying to infiltrate a satanic cult. And at one point, like the girl that I think Tom Hanks is in love with is up for sacrifice as a virgin in this. All of this just reminds me of that movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Fantastic it flick. Uh, that's going to do it for us. I can't take any more of DePaulo. It's been two hours and 15 minutes, the longest pod Jesus by far. Jesus Christ. Too much, way too much. We need Melissa here after an hour 45 saying you got to wrap because she got a poop. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna be so she's pissed. gonna be so angry at you so right pissed i just oh threw shade God. at her while she's not here uh good <laughs> luck to this entire Salt for y squad out there in the Let's main go. event streets today please please swaps come through for papa burke uh we're rooting for you apollo thank you so much for joining us Thanks, good buddy. luck in day two of the main thank you good luck with your sacrificial worship of whatever the fuck deity you're you're Crossing off the list. Oh, he today. just did
1: a reverse cross.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to hear it. Uh if you guys haven't already, please check out on Second Thought. There's a new episode up on our site. That's at solvefory.io. Uh four seats remaining also for the Poker Out Loud Academy in September, September 8th to 11th If you want to get signed up for that, head over to academy.solfory.io Nice, nice timing on the graphic there, Guapo. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. If you guys really beg and plead enough, maybe we'll bring DePaulo back one more time after uh, he's beaten down by the justice that the main event tends to shell out. Thank you guys, as always, for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see what time.